0: Power World is taking the world by storm after an incredible early access launch weekend. I've been following this game for a while, and I always described it as what looked like Fortnite and Pokemon had a baby, but it wasn't until IGN released their 18 minutes of gameplay that I discovered this was going to be a lot more like Ark Survival Evolved. And survival games like this are quite popular, but nobody expected this game to take off in the way that it did. They even had to have an emergency meeting with Epic to make sure server latency was lowered and available, and they released least a few updates to resolve some connectivity issues and it's climbed into the top three games for the record of most concurrent players on steam it actually is in the number one spot for concurrent players of a paid game on steam and xbox players are also enjoying it through the preview program and we have some insight into why that version of the game is different than the version on steam we also have some dev commentary on if the game will ever come the PlayStation. Now I put all of the good information right here at the beginning. That way you don't have to go looking for it. This is a longer video because it's a live stream and I kick it off with a monologue to give you all the info, all the feedback, and then I discuss it with the live audience. If you don't want to miss shows like this, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you can always be here. So, what is POW World, and why is it taking the gaming world by storm? What looked like a fun game where you ride on Pokemon-like creatures while shooting a gun, and capturing more creatures, has turned into a full-blown hit. The game currently boasts of over 5 million sales, and it climbed into the top three highest concurrent players on Steam, sitting up there with the likes of Dota 2, Counter-Strike, and PUBG. But, the game's popularity has invited a lot of questions. Why Why is it on Xbox and not on PlayStation? Why is the Xbox version different than the Steam version? What does the future hold for a game in early access that has achieved such enormous success? There is also the question about whether or not the game has directly copied models or characters. From Pokemon. Now, that is developing. That is not going to be a part of my coverage today because that just broke this morning before I went live. There's research going into it. They're responding to the allegations. That will be an ongoing story. We may have to circle back and do a video about that. So First, I want to walk through what happened because the 18 minutes that IGN showed, I think, seemed like a game that might only appeal to hardcore folks that really like survival games. It looked quite different than what we had seen in Trade up to this point well that's certainly not the case because the game has exploded in popularity and success also why is the devs answer what's the devs answer to the game not coming or if it will come to playstation second I want to look at the reactions to this game while the game is receiving a lot of hype there are always detractors there are always critics there's also a bit of a console tribalist dust up for obvious reasons because one console has it while the others don't Lastly, I will tell you what I think. I was looking forward to this game for a while and was always bummed when it would show up without a release date. I didn't include it in my most anticipated games list because I wanted to wait for the full release. With so many great games coming this year, I did not want to include remakes or remasters. I put those on their own list and this game only launched in early access. So just to be clear, this is not the full release of this game so I'm, I'm hoping that whenever that finally happens, they can really, really land the plane nicely after, hopefully a ton of great feedback from the community. But it looks like maybe I should have put this on my most anticipated list because this leads to an obvious question. How long will the game stay in early access? Currently as it stands, the game has sold over 5 million copies and according to PC Gamer, it shows no sign of slowing down. PC Gamer also gave us some points of comparison. They said the following, beloved cult classic Nier Automata hit 7.5 million copies last April after 6 years on the market while Cyberpunk lauded it expansion phantom liberty crossed the 5 million mark just this month so to hit 5 million copies in their opening weekend is absolutely insane especially considering that the game is in early access and i think this lends some credence to things that i have said before more devs should embrace early access they have been able to sell this game for just $30, make a killing, and now they have more than enough capital to invest in the game for a very long and hopefully successful future. Games like this benefit from building and growing along with the community because the community will have input, they'll have feedback, they'll have ideas, they'll have criticisms, and that tends to help a game flourish. Obviously, they have a good enough base product because the Steam reviews are glowing. Currently, on at the time that I'm writing this, with over 30,000 votes, on Steam. The game has a 93% that is an incredibly strong score. And now, the game does have a lower score on Xbox. There's only about three to 4,000 reviews on Xbox, and it has a 3.8 out of 5, which is actually a 76%. Now, that's a 17-point difference. That is quite a bit lower, and I'm going to talk about more about why I think that's happening in a moment. But this serves as a good lead into why the Xbox version is different than the Steam version. According to Windows Central's Jez Corden, his article title says it all. PowerWorld dev explains steam and xbox differences missing features quote we're really at the mercy of the certification here now this is obviously a good and a bad thing right you have quality control for your updates that protects the users but it also slows down devs from updating their games quickly some might think this means that the xbox version is an older version but community manager bucky explained it like this he said the following steam and xbox will likely never have identical version numbers until the Games are brought to be cross-play compatible because at that point, they will be the same game internally. Again, that doesn't mean Xbox is necessarily behind or anything, they are just fundamentally two different versions of the game because of the architecture on Xbox is different. And according to Jez, the differences really start to stack up. In terms of what is actually different behind the two editions in Power World, he said that Xbox's Microsoft Store users are unfortunately missing quite a bit. And he points to a thread on Reddit where they are compiling these differences. As it stands, the following differences can be found. Considerably faster crafting. Three arrows to craft. You currently only get one. Using technology points to unlock statues uh, statues of power. Currently you need ancient technology points. The ability to name your character. The ability to name pals. Sound effects are missing from the Xbox Store version. And an exit button to close the game. Now Jez then suggests... That Xbox should consider stepping in to help. Due to the surprising popularity of the game and the fact that the game is functionally a console exclusive right now due to the Xbox Game Preview Program, and it's also on Game Pass, that would be a great reason for Xbox to lean in and help get POW World updates pushed through faster for Xbox users. I myself played on the Xbox. I encountered a glitch very early on. Had I not been streaming, it would have left me stuck and I would have just chalked it up as well, the game's not ready, something's wrong, because I couldn't interact with the very first thing that I built it was too close to something else so there are other bugs being reported as well The gamer.com describes one as bugged power world item permanently weakens players and they're cautioning folks and saying don't use memory reset medicine in power world right now as the item is causing permanent character debuffs so despite these minor issues though it does not seem to have slowed the player base down. Although given the score differences and even their social account keep citing the overall concurrent player counts, Xbox is making up roughly 200 to 300,000 of the concurrent record. The current record was 1.3, now 1.5 million concurrent, and Xbox is holding somewhere in the two to 300,000 range. It's clear the game is a bigger hit on Steam, which makes sense to me. Survival games like this have a very big audience on Steam, and Game Pass makes a game like Power world pretty easy to put down if you encounter a glitch or as we've seen from windows central there are elements of the game that are just slower for xbox that could be a quick route to folks just uninstalling and likely could be the reason why the game is scoring almost 20 points lower with the xbox audience we saw similar results with lies of p Game Pass is great for the consumer, but it fills the player funnel with a lot of players who may be just trying a game completely out of their comfort zone, which will naturally lower the score. Which leads to the next big question, will this game ever come to PlayStation? According to the devs, there is no current plan to do that, but they are open to it. Bucky, the game's community manager, had to respond to his own tweet from June of 2023 because the tweet said, Power World won't be on PlayStation, only Xbox and Steam. So it was apparently making the rounds, and he replied and said the following. This old tweet is suddenly doing the rounds and apparently needs clarifying, so. The above posted said Power World may release on PS4, PS5, Xbox, or PC. I replied and said that it won't be on PlayStation, which was and still currently true, and that it would only be on Xbox and Steam. That's also currently true. This was by no means a statement that Power World will never come to PlayStation. Please don't twist my words to perpetuate silly arguments. Thanks. Now this poor CM, like many of us, had no idea how quickly they could be thrust into a silly console mudslinging session on Twitter. So for now, the game is a big win for Xbox and Game Pass. It wouldn't surprise me if they aren't already in talks with both Xbox and PlayStation. When a game is this big of a hit, both PlayStation and Xbox are going to take a stab. I could see Phil Spencer offering that whatever-it-takes check to make this game an exclusive. And I could see PlayStation making their own offer, potentially leveraging, engagement numbers and sales forecasts for the PS5. And let's not forget the Nintendo Switch. If there is a Nintendo Switch 2 on the way, this game and Nintendo just feels like a match made in heaven. If it were, if I were the devs, you know, pocket pair, I would heavily consider player engagement over review scores. If you're not getting good player engagement times on the Xbox platform, it may not be worth that fat check from Microsoft, given the potential ongoing revenue streams you could secure on platforms like Nintendo and PlayStation, especially Nintendo because at this point money really isn't the issue they've got plenty of that and more on the way with the growth and the sales really the question would be longevity that would be the ultimate true test of this game's success I'll talk more about that when I give you my own thoughts but I want to look at the reactions to this game and it's sudden popularity okay what have been some of the reactions The first reaction I'm seeing that's very, very common, I'm seeing people say something to the effect of, I can't believe that I'm playing. Now, this is obviously being said for a variety of reasons, right? I think people see a Pokemon-like creature, and they just assume they're not going to enjoy the game. Maybe they don't enjoy Pokemon, or maybe they think it's just a game for kids. But the clips and the screenshots I've seen on Twitter, this game has broad appeal. Sim survival fans are building huge structures, houses, even what looks like ski lodges, right? I'm, like, struggling to build a bed and they're building ski lodges. Others are just enjoying capturing pals and making funny clips, right? Getting into fights. But there's also a lot of negativity being hurled at the game. I'm seeing people say things like, it looks lame. It looks like a Pokemon ripoff. Now we'll have to remain, you know, sort of, neutral for now to see whether or not they did steal whether or not they are in danger of accusations of plagiarism but I can't help but notice the trend of the negative responses are strongly coming from the pro PlayStation side of the fence I get it the game's going viral and PlayStation doesn't have it but what if the game eventually comes to PlayStation what then? Are you going to play it in secret? Are you going to cross your arms and pretend that it doesn't look fun? Especially considering this game, when it potentially does come to PlayStation or Nintendo, it'll be more polished, maybe even the full launch of the game by that time. And this response, I think, is just one that we're going to commonly see anytime one side gets a good game and the other doesn't happen or have it. But this is also related to another response that I'm seeing. I see people basically saying, Okay, so Foam Stars is bad, but this is good. Now, Turnabout is, of course, fair play. Foam Stars, as I've said many times, is being written off far too quickly. And many who bash it for being a Splatoon ripoff are now playing what many claim is a Pokemon ripoff. Well, maybe everybody's wrong neither game is a rip-off in my estimation, right? Pokemon has never been a survival game where you build a settlement, right? You capture Pokemon and you go and train them and fight them and move throughout the world. While this game certainly has drawn inspiration with its character design from Pokemon, it certainly isn't a Pokemon rip-off. Pokemon's content loop is nothing similar to what I have seen from Power World. And we've already heard from the director of Foam Stars that he hopes many people will see that it is not not just another Splatoon game. And maybe people need to realize, games can be fun, even if they look cartoony or a little silly. right? 2024 is already stuffed to the gills with games, and Pow World is a surprise that many didn't see coming. I figured the game would be popular and fun, but not to the degree that it is currently heading. Are all the players wrong? Are, are they apparently playing a really bad game? Is this game really lame? What about all the sales? It's hard to argue with the sheer volume of this game's success. I think some people are just too caught up in a console war that doesn't really exist anymore. You're keeping score on a scoreboard in an abandoned stadium, okay? Everybody's gone home. The teams have gone home. The fight's over, all right? It's time to move on. Just enjoy games. That doesn't mean that this game will be able to enjoy the peace and quiet of a successful launch. I'm seeing some say, hey, this is a big win for Xbox. And while I don't disagree, it's clear that the game is crushing on Steam in far greater numbers. And this is not a first-party Xbox game. Many, have tried, you know, many are trying to draw tally marks on the board for Xbox. It's like, Xbox didn't develop this game. Now, Xbox is a great platform because they have Game Pass. They have the preview program, and that benefits you as a consumer. Those are things worth celebrating, but you can't talk about this game as if this is something that Xbox gave you. They didn't make it. They're not the one delivering it. Again, I think the scorekeeping is just sort of silly. This inevitably leads to something that I'm seeing pushed by many of the Xbox loyal. They're saying, lock this down as an Xbox exclusive. Personally, I could see this going either way. Xbox now owns so much property through acquisition, they may not see the point in throwing a fat check at Power World, especially considering how much potential money they would make on PlayStation or Nintendo, especially Nintendo. The leverage they would have to argue for a large sum would potentially make Xbox say, you know what, this just isn't worth it anymore. This strategy is one that we're walking away from. Because honestly, Xbox doesn't need it. They got it first. That's a massive win. And currently, the financial strategy indicated by Xbox's CFO and Microsoft's CEO seems to be that making money through game publishing is the way forward, not spending large sums of money to keep a game from PlayStation. So those hoping for this to be turned into a console exclusive, I don't see the business angle as it currently stands, since we're seeing a big business strategy shift with Xbox after the ABK merger. And if it does happen, well, there's no skin off my nose. I'll just play it on my Series X, and I hope that they continue to update it and make it really fun. But I can't help but think that online games do better when they're multi-plat. I said that recently about Helldivers. I actually think it would be better for that game to be multi-plat. Why? Well, it's a multiplayer game. I think multiplayer online live service games are better served by being multi-platform. And looking at the size of Nintendo and PlayStation, well, that could be too juicy for the devs to pass up, especially if the Nintendo Switch 2 is very successful in saturating the market to the same degree that the first Switch was. So this leads to my own thoughts on the game right now i've been watching and anticipating pow world for a while i kept saying during my live shows i said listen this thing has potential it really looks fun nobody seemed to realize how massive the game would be even the devs were not expecting this because they had to have their emergency meeting with epic for server response And I'll be honest, the IGN footage worried me. It seemed very slow. It seemed sort of plodding. I was like, that's how ARK starts. You're just sort of hitting trees with your fists. I don't know if people are going to enjoy that if they were looking forward to riding around on Pokemon, right? I knew survival fans would like it. But if you go and watch the trailers, the trailers very much have this Fortnite action adventure game where you build a settlement. And I was like, "Ah, if that's what people are going to be playing, they may put it down very quickly. Well, after playing it for a bit, I will say it doesn't really start or feel how I expected after seeing that IGN footage. I think they've nailed the survival loop. Even my wife was enjoying the game and she doesn't really play games like this. But as I already pointed out, the Xbox score versus the Steam score, there's almost a 20 point difference there. I think a lot of folks saw Fortnite meets Pokemon game and then they quickly walked away because they didn't want to punch trees and build a settlement. It's clear that's having zero effect on the game's popularity, but I do think you're going to come ...commonly find the Steam score being significantly higher in games like this. I can't help but see a LEGO Fortnite situation brewing here either. A game explodes with surprising popularity. The early loop is satisfying. Everyone's having a good time, and then what? Meteoric popularity like this can be difficult to deal with as a company. They could react too quickly. They could try to add content, push updates, patches, and end up making the game really unappealing. Riding this wave is going to be a bit of a balancing act. Because gamers are fickle, and they get bored really, really quickly. We've seen this time and time again. I actually think Pow World will be fine if they can curate player feedback and implement it well. They don't currently seem set up for that, right? They would have, I think, the first logistical move that I would make if I was in charge. You need more community engagement personnel and a very structured way to gather and organize feedback. The monsoon of players diving in creates sort of a crisis management situation. I believe they've handled that incredibly. Incredibly well the fact that I was able to play this on a Friday night with zero connectivity issues genuinely surprised me usually when a game is taking off like this playing it on a weekend during a peak time is a pipe dream and I got in with zero problem I had one crash but that wasn't a connectivity issue that's just the signs of a game in early access right so if they can keep the servers humming I think they need to quickly move into roadmap mode is what I would call it what's next What are you doing next? Can you balance quality of life updates, patches, fixes, along with new content, as well as growing the game? I was blown away how quickly folks took LEGO Fortnite and just wrung it out like a rag and then threw it over their shoulder because there wasn't enough to do. Power World's not immune to that potential reality. And the good news is, they're not on PlayStation and Nintendo. That's actually good for them. That puts them into a position of power because they can ride this current surge, learn a lot from the engaged community, and keep updating the game, and then it could lead to the official launch, where maybe they do include PlayStation and Nintendo, and that's a groundswell of new players, new money coming in from purchases, and that would really put them into a solid position financially. They would then have to deal with all of the unpleasant business aspects of this level of growth. Do you expand? Do you hire new people? Do you outsource? Staying ahead of the curve will be a challenge, but there's a game that could do it Power World certainly looks like it would be able to do that they have the capital and they certainly have the player pool right now the question is can they keep it but that's just what I think what do you think so let me give you my closing thoughts and conclusions on this one. It's always fun to see a surprise hit, right, in the gaming world, even from a lesser-known title, especially, like a lesser-known company or lesser-known title. It's especially exciting. I think that, like, Power World comes in to 2024, and they only had, like, 33,000 followers on Twitter. They now have 162,000, and they're likely going to keep growing. I mean, that's just insane, right? That level of growth and presence on social media is very strong. More than that, the player count on Steam is bonkers to sit in third place currently for concurrent players only behind counter-strike and PUBG. those are free games by the way and to be the number one spot for a paid game this is a dream situation for any dev The second thing I want to say is, any dream situation can fold in on itself, right? We've seen how popularity like this can dry up. The video game MMO New World comes to mind. Super charming, right? Fun to play. Overnight numbers that seem unbelievable. And just as quickly as it all shows up, the glory and the popularity fades. Watching how the devs handle this, I think, will be interesting, especially with the brewing claims that they have plagiarized. My conclusion is this this could be another great example supporting my case for more early access if they're able to harness the power of a player base of this size and do solid and substantive updates this game could be around for years to come it could end up becoming another household name like pubg CS:GO, and fortnite so for now we wait to see just how close to the sun this game can fly and if their wings don't melt but those are just my thoughts now it's time to hear your thoughts And that's the show open, guys. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it very much. We were not planning on covering this today. I had a whole other show planned, and then I checked my news feeds, and I checked Twitter, and I was like, uh, I guess we're talking Pow World, because I have been following this game for quite a while. You guys know, anytime they showed up to an event, I got really excited. I was like, dude, it's like Fortnite meets Pokemon. I was a little worried when we saw it was more of a survival game in the IGN footage. That hasn't seemed to hurt it or slow it down, like, at all. So, uh, if you guys have not done so, go through your morning ritual. Smash that like button. And uh, hit subscribe so you can talk in the chat. And let's see if we've got any gifted members yet. Sometimes you guys do gifteds during the show open. Let's see if we do. I'll shout that out. Nope, no one's claimed the Han Solo just yet. And you guys are going to have a tough time getting that stretch goal. I, I, was, I was anticipating. There it is. The first one comes in from Joker Quinn. I was anticipating a big drop because uh, it was around the 21st of December. You guys went crazy for Christmas. And a lot of those members have rolled off. So, our stretch goal of 3,000 where you can do a fight night at the end of this month and beat me up in a fighting game. I don't know if you guys can do it. Okay? I'm just going to be straight honest with you. We are at like 2,000 members now, which is, again, that's a testimony to just how generous you guys were on the 21st of December for uh, the Christmas season. We are currently at 2,100 members, so we, di- we did drop down quite a bit. That's just sort of the way it works around here, alright? That's just par for the course. The generosity from a month ago, you know, always has that expiration date. And thank you Sneaky Wolf. He says that's okay. He's like, "We'll put him back on the board." He drops a 10 bomb, and then another one comes in from Patrick Q, and that takes us halfway to the first 25. Every 25, I give 5 back. That's a great way for you guys uh to to get, you know, it paid forward back to the community. I uh, I ended up gifting a lot of members last year and continue to do so this year. So thank you so much. Chris says, "I haven't been able to play much, but I really enjoyed what I played so far." Eugene says, "Palworld had to correct themselves because PUBG was paid when it set the record." Oh PUBG was paid when it set the record. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, I saw it being reported everywhere that it was like the number one paid game for concurrent players. I was like that's insane. And I thought about that when I said it this morning. I was like, wait, wasn't PUBG paid for a while? I figured PUBG set the record when they went free to play because it caused a ground, you know, a groundswell uh, of uh, of players. But in any case, they're in the number 3 spot of all time, only behind uh PUBG and CSGO so they're only behind those two games Uh, Counter-Strike, well it says Counter-Strike 2 Uh, Counter-Strike 2 and PUBG are the only two games above them which is nuts PUBG went free to play not too long ago Right, right. So if you go and tally it right now, it looks like PUBG is a free-to-play game, but it wasn't when it set the record. That's, I think that's fair pushback. That's a that's a solid record to hold on to. Pulling that kind of player numbers when your game actually costs money, that is uh, that's a significant feat. It really, really is. So we'll uh we'll have to continue to watch the you know the, the the claims of plagiarism uh that's gonna be an ongoing that's gonna be an ongoing problem i would think I don't think that's gonna go away anytime soon uh now they may be able to act fast and go in and quickly make modifications to all of the character models uh I don't know if that would put them in the clear or not um you know we'll we'll have to wait and see again we will uh We'll continue to follow that as it, you know, as it develops and maybe have to do a video on it. But for now, I was just like, man, we got to cover this. I wanted to know what you guys were doing. How are you approaching the game? I thought the game was going to be a lot more action-oriented from the trailer. It looks like Fortnite almost the entire time. It's like over the shoulder, shooting guns, riding on, you know, big old Pokemon-looking creatures. And then you get into the game and you can do that. But it very much has that classic survival game start to it. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that probably is why the game is about 20 points lower on the review score on Xbox. I think a lot of people saw those trailers. They're like, that game looks sick. And then they download it on Game Pass, and they're like, why am I punching rocks? Like, I don't want to play a game like this. Like, I remember the first time I played Ark Survival Evolved, I was kind of shocked. I was like, oh, I thought we were going to be, like, fighting dinosaurs and riding around on dinosaurs. And people were like, no, it's a survival game. Yeah, you're cold and dying. I'm like, oh. 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 Um. Solona, you dismissed me when I said last week Power World would blow when influencers were getting a lot of good responses on Twitch. That's not true. I've never I've never dismissed anybody talking about this game. I've always said that this game looked good. I've been following it for a really long time. I I, I know people always want to try to catch me and like, uh, oh, you didn't think this game was going to be good, now it's going to be good. That simply isn't true. Anybody here will tell you, anytime this game showed up at an event, anytime it came up in conversation, I was like, that game looks awesome. That's why when the IGN footage released... I was so shocked. I was like, why does it look like that? I was like, that's every trailer on their Twitter, every trailer I saw at events. I was like, that game kind of looks like Fortnite. And now it's, I, I didn't, I never went to the Steam page. I was like, oh, it's coming to Game Pass. I'll play it on my Xbox. So I never went to the steam page to be like, "Oh, is this a is this an Ark Survival Evolved game?" cuz like again, the trailers, even John Linneman from Digital Foundry said, "The trailers look nothing like the game." And to a certain degree, that's true. It's a very different style game than the way the trailers communicate. I've not I've never once dismissed this game. I've been talking about this game as long as anybody. I've been following it for a really long time. I mean, people want to call me out and be like, he's only tweeted about it twice. Dude, I don't go to Twitter to constantly tell you all the games I'm interested in. How many times have I tweeted about Star Wars Outlaws? How many times have I tweeted about Hellblade 2? Those are my two most anticipated games this year. I don't use Twitter to, like, signal boost what I'm interested in. That just simply isn't how I operate. Wheezy says, I think they would personally not want to go to Switch just because they do not want to compete with Pokemon head-to-head. Not Nintendo, but the devs, TBH. I don't... What do you mean? What do you mean compete with Pokemon head-to-head? They would make a ton of money. I mean, I... What... It's it's not like they would go to Nintendo and Pokemon fans would say, Yeah, I'm not interested in that. For thirty if they sold well, maybe they wouldn't sell it for thirty dollars if it did a full launch. Early access cost is thirty dollars. My point is if they brought it to Switch and a ton of Pokemon fans said no, thank you, that that still doesn't mean that it wouldn't make a ton of money. It's not like they would lose money by going to the Nintendo Switch. Like let's say Half of the people who are fans of Pokemon just completely say, no, thank you. And they never, they never buy it, right? The glider mechanic is a thousand percent Fortnite. You think Fortnite's the first game to ever do a glider? Are we doing this? Are we doing this? Is Fortnite the first game to ever do a glider? (laughs) Come on. If you're an athlete, you know, the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. You know, I mean, all all games take inspiration from each other. There's a glider in Forbidden West. There wasn't a glider in the first Forbidden West. It's a nice way to navigate an open world. Like, I don't know. Lono had this on his Steam wishlist for an absolute age. I looked at it some time ago because I noticed it from there. Yeah, does it tell you when you added a game to your wishlist? I I 100% have been following this game for a really, really long time. Oh yeah, here we go. It says added. Alright, hang on a second. Mm-mm-mm. Is it still on here? Or did I remove it? Or is it lower because it's released? Do, 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 do. I don't see it on my wishlist, Hilly. Are you sure I put this on my wishlist? I know I've been following it for a very long time because I remember putting a, I remember putting. A, oh, right here. Here it is yeah so to the people that want to call me out as if like i'm not a fan like it's been on my wish list since 2022 right here right here i i don't know what to tell you Power world has been on my steam wish list for since the middle of 2022 so a year and a half like climb all the way down off of it like you know what i'm saying find something else to ride throughout the day i've been following the game for a very long time the first time i saw a trailer i was like i don't know dude i thought a lot of people will play that you know what i'm saying that's mixing Fortnite. it's mixing Fortnite and pokemon those are two very popular games get out of here Everybody's always trying to come for my gamer cred. You just look weird. You know what I'm saying? You look, Go count trophies. Just go count trophies. You just look weird. I'm not saying you're not a fan. I know for a fact I didn't dismiss anybody bringing this game up. I didn't. I, I did not say, oh, that game's not going to be anything. I've been saying for a long time that it would be popular. Um, Weezy says, yeah, I just think Pokemon fans are a different breed. Okay, but again, Weezy, think of it from this perspective, okay? Think of it from this perspective. If you were saying it was going to be a hit, listen, if you're going to try and come in here and run some false narrative that you said it was going to be a hit, and I said it wasn't going to be a hit, the only thing I said was, I said... I'm concerned about people installing it on Game Pass based on trailers and being like, this isn't the game I expected. And all you have to do is look at the Xbox score to see that I was correct. A ton of people have given it one star on, game Pass, on, on Xbox. Why? Because the game's very different than the trailers. That's a fair observation to make. Now, you want to falsely summarize that and say that I dismissed you and said it wasn't going to be a hit, I simply didn't do that. I spoke accurately. I said, listen, a lot of people are gonna watch the trailers for Pal World. They're gonna install that on Game Pass for $0, and they're gonna be like, yeah, this is not the game that I thought it was. The game is 17 points lower on Xbox than Steam. Do you wanna know why? Because when you go to Steam, you can see all the little tags, and you're like, oh, it's a multiplayer open world survival game, well, that's going to immediately make people say, I don't really like survival games. And then there's all of the other people that love survival games and they're going to dive right in and they're going to be happy to be punching rocks and building structures. I absolutely did not dismiss anybody saying, that, oh, no, this game's not going to be a hit. I said, I think a lot of people are going to install it and be like, this isn't what I expected. And when you get like, what, 20% of the review scores on Xbox are a one star there's like a one star. That's because that's what they're doing. That's not shade on the game. That's just the reality of letting people play your game for free. And your reviews, your 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 trailers, I'm sorry, are very different than the game. Look at the score on Xbox. Look, 20% of the people that have played this game out of 4,000 that left it a review, 20% have given it a one star review. I'm telling you, that's exactly what I said was going to happen. They installed it on Game Pass. They started punching rocks, and they were like, I thought I was going to be riding around shooting guns. And how many kids that like Fortnite downloaded this game and played for maybe 20 minutes, right? That doesn't mean the game is bad. That just means there's a ton of people on the Xbox storefront that thought they were going to be playing a Fortnite-style game. The game taking off on Steam, it surprised even the devs. I don't even think they knew it was going to be as popular as it was. I think they knew they had, like, a a potential hit on their hands, but not, like, breaking records hit. The fact that they had to have an emergency meeting with Epic, I mean, that tells you all you need to know. They were not anticipating this level of response. Also, the Xbox version's a few months behind the Steam version. Yeah, the dev said it's not an older version. I I don't know how that's true. If they're getting the updates slower, that sounds like you're playing a semantics game. If the update on Xbox is getting updates slower, than it's an older version? Like, that's that's fair to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I boot up my, my Xbox and I don't have the internet turned on and I play a game that hasn't gotten all the patches you've gotten, you would say I'm playing an older version. So I'm not sure why he pushed back on that. It's like, no, it's not an older version. It just doesn't have the updates or whatever. Now, I think he was speaking specifically as well about the missing features some of the features are missing because I think it might just be taking them longer to add them because he said the architecture is different which again I don't understand that either John Linneman tweeted this trailer feels ultra misleading to me the game itself has none of this vibe going on for anyone that's actually played it though are these types of scenes in there right like I said even John Linneman agrees with my take that all of the trailers and all the marketing leading up to this game it's like that's not what the game looks like It's very, very different. And it doesn't matter because survival games are super popular. But when you can play the game for free and not buy it, you're going to be very quick to dismiss it. You're going to be like, yeah, I played for 10 minutes. That's not what I thought I was going to be doing. I thought I was going to be running around like a Fortnite character. And instead, I'm building a table and another table. And now I've built a ball and I've thrown the ball. You know, the early gameplay loop, you know, it takes a minute to get going. And that's fine. For fans of survival games, that's normal. That's just, yep, that's what you do in a survival game. So there's there's no, I don't think there's any reason to think that, like, the trailers are going to, like, hurt the game long-term. I think the biggest question for this game long-term is if they can harness the power that they have right now. You've sold 5 million copies. You're breaking concurrent player numbers. Can you harness that into what essentially led to Baldur's Gate 3 success right like you got early access player funnel full can you harness all that input can you harness all that feedback and build a winning a winning game a winning launch you know I, I, in in general in general I think they can because I think games like this have a good you know playground sandbox to, to, to add to it's just a question of how quickly they can and if, they can, and if they can do it in a way that's substantive and, and polished. You don't want to... There was a time there where Fortnite was patching their game like once a week and they were constantly breaking things. Like the floating gun glitch. You remember that? When your gun would just like float behind you and you, would, you couldn't do anything? You couldn't switch weapons? Well, I remember when they fixed that and then it came back two or three patches later. Like they were updating their game so much that their version control was terrible. Their, ver- their version control is awful. Version control is anytime you're working on an update, you want to make sure you're working on the most updated version of the game so that way you don't like reintroduce problems that were already patched. Well, they were patching Fortnite so fast, it led to a lot of frustrations in the community. Well, I mean, that's always the danger, right? Is that you try to respond too quickly. You try to add stuff too quickly. Yo, East Coast Overlord with a $5 super chat tip. Lono, I run a server for Pal World. It has huge RAM problems. The Series S uh, is probably is constantly crashing. You think that's why it's got low scores on, on, uh, on Xbox? I didn't see anybody saying that in the reviews. I mean, I only scrolled like 10, but usually if there's crashing issues, you I, I didn't see that reported anywhere. A five bomb comes in from Joker Quinn and takes us to 17 already on the doorstep of 25. You guys are going to have to bring the heat if you want Friday night to be a fight night. It'll still be a community game night no matter what. All members are invited. All tiers of members got to hang out with me and Madam this last Friday night. So. I think logo of Fortnite changed me, sent help. So can I stir the pot? What are you going to stir the pot with, Toasty? What you talking about? Um. The trailer is actually fairly accurate for what the game is like, but we're talking more than 10 hours into the game. You missed my super chat? Oh my gosh, Fozzie. I did? Hang on. Fozzie there. That's not a super chat. That's a renewal. I'm sorry. Fozzie with 26 months. This morning, Lono. Unfortunately, I'm going to be riding the gifted train for a bit as the wife and I are expecting our first child and tightening up the funds. Dude, you tighten up the funds all you need, man. You take care of that wife and baby. All right, man. Don't you worry about that. Everybody here is very generous. You're here enough, Fozzie. You'll get taken care of. I'm sorry I missed your re-up. Um... Dylan with 23 months one month away from the red badge thank you for 23 months Dylan uh, my wife downloaded on the Xbox because of the hype she liked it and now I'm getting it on Steam survival games are my jam yeah like well, what MASH is saying that's 10 hours in well is the average player gonna wait 10 hours no they're gonna be like I thought I was gonna be running around with guns and I'm not I 100% agree with that. What was just said, I'm 20 hours in and I'm definitely doing all the wild and wacky stuff you see in the trailer. For sure. For sure. I'm not saying that the trailer was misleading as if you don't ever get to do that. I'm saying players are going to feel misled. There's a difference there. Players are going to feel misled. They're going to say, where's all the Fortnite? right? That doesn't mean it's not there. It just means you kind of have to get there. It was the same thing with me with Ark Survival Evolved. I saw trailers, right? I'm, I'm a simple guy, dude. I saw I saw dinosaurs. And I was like, ooh, dinosaurs. And I booted up the game, and it was dark, and it was cold. My character was basically naked, and it said that I was dying. And I was like, wait, I don't understand. what, What is going on? that was my first ever experience with a survival game. And people in chat were like, Lono, it's a survival game. I'm like, well, what does that mean? (laughs) And they're like, well, maybe I had played No Man's Sky before that. That might have been my first experience in a survival game, but like No Man's Sky is like really low key. A five spot from Shooter Forever. Funny how two years in a row, a game that releases first on PC or has a better build gets claimed as a console exclusive by fanboys. I mean... (laughs) I, I find that entire debate to be funny. I really do. I really do. Just a couple of days ago, you know, just a couple of days ago, second party doesn't matter. Like, third party doesn't matter. It was, wh- you know, where are all your first party games? And now, all of a sudden, a third party game is... Is uh is being worn like a badge of honor. It just seems, you know, inconsistent. <laughs> That's why those debates are so dumb. It's why it's it's why I'm not interested. It's like all you do is move the goalpost to look like you're winning, right? And the PlayStation guys are doing the same thing. They're dogging on this game. Like, oh, it looks like a kid's game, looks like a Pokemon ripoff. You sound bitter. Be quiet. Like, just play games. You know what I'm saying? Just, just play games. What are we talking about? Like, it looks fun. It is fun. You might not like Pokemon. You might not like Fortnite. That's fine. Then don't play. Listen, I gotta say, on the subject, I, I, I'm, I'm not a, I, I'm not a Pokemon expert. But I don't know, dude. On the subject of plagiarism, like this guy out in the water, he's looking a little. He's looking real familiar, dude. My kids have a lot of Pokemon cards. I feel like I've seen that guy. I feel like I've seen that guy before, dude. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think it needs to be hammered home. You can change the sliders and settings and essentially negate all the difficult survival aspects. Super simple and right there at the start. Yeah, Dustin, here's, here's what I'm going to tell you, though, okay? Okay a lot of people play games the way that I play games they just boot up and dive in they're not they're not checking any of that see because if you are a survival game aficionado you speak that language anybody who's not a survival game person what are they gonna do well they're gonna see all those options and we're like I don't know let's just start the game let me just get in let me just get in right? Crafty says, hey, Lono, my youngest son says hi. He's a fan at 11 years old. Well, hello, and congratulations on being 11 years old. You made it pretty far. You made it pretty far in life. You know, you've leveled up past double digits, and that's that's saying something, you know. Hopefully your parent hopefully, hopefully your parent is cool, you know. Obviously, I'm cool. That's why you like me, but, you know, we'll, hopefully your parent is also cool. Spoiled? Had not seen that yet. Oh, come on. Lego Fortnite, you changed settings, though? Yeah, because it was... I played survival games, Diaz. I'm not talking about me. I, I Well, I mean, I guess I did say a lot of people play like me. What I'm saying is Mash with the 10 bomb comes in and takes it to 27. I played survival games. So I knew... That if I did that, that's Agents of Chaos as well. Thank you so much, MASH. So supportive of the channel lately. I now owe you guys five members. I'm going to do it right now. I'm familiar with changing settings and things like that. I'm talking about the average person that downloaded that game on Game Pass. Brother, th- if they've never played a survival game before, they're not going to tweak settings and be like, well, this will get me to the Fortnite Pokemon faster. They don't, they don't know that. All they know is they saw Pokemon Fortnite and they want to get into Pokemon Fortnite. Okay, you're not wrong to say that, well, they could change settings and they could have that experience. You are correct. Do you think the average gamer pays attention to stuff like that? Why do you think 20% of the Xbox reviews are one star? It's because people played for five minutes and said, I don't like games like this. And they bailed we have a dedicated server and a guild of 10 and it's so insanely fun but I agree it will always be a PC first game for sure for sure Dustin no shame in saying that some games just are going to do better on Steam there's no shame in saying that that's just the reality and no getting them lawyers ready oh man this is going to be an interesting one this is going to be an interesting one it really really is Grounded is a survival game yeah it is it's a survival game, and I, I again, I guarantee you, there are people who booted up Grounded and said, I am not interested in this. 10% of the people who have reviewed Grounded on Xbox gave it a one-star review out of 14,000, right? That's a lot of people. There's only like 4% or 5% or 2 or 3 stars, all right? gave it a 4 star, 69, nice, gave it a 5 star review. Grounded's done very well on Xbox, but there's still 1 out of 10 people booted up Grounded and said, this isn't for me. That's the only point that I'm making. That's the the only point that I'm making is that there are people that will just immediately go, "Uh -uh, I don't want to do this, dude, I don't want to punch rocks. That doesn't mean the game is bad. It just means there's always going to be a subset of the community that says, oh, I thought this game was something else. I also think Grounded makes it very clear from the trailers what you're going to be doing. I don't think I ever watched a Grounded trailer and wasn't like tuned into the fact that, like, oh, that's a survival game. You're like building your stuff, you're crafting your stuff, and you're trying to not get killed by insects. It was very clear from the beginning it was a survival game. I I think that I think that Pow World positioned itself in a way where a lot of people are gonna think it's something that it isn't. That's not again, I think this is such a problem with discussions today, is there's no nuance. I say that and people are gonna clip it and say, Look at him bashing Pow World. Look at this pony coping when I'm praising it, saying that it's fun, saying it's a smash hit. I've I've been on my wish list for a year and a half. It's been on my Steam wishlist for a year and a half. But you make the most minor of criticisms that like, I don't know, dude, those trailers are going to make a lot of people download the game and be a little confused and it gets turned into like Defense Force has to come out and defend the game and guaranteed that guaranteed there's already clips guaranteed there's already clips of me saying something that I'm not saying because false framing people is the new meta on Twitter. You clip somebody saying something incredibly minor. It's like, this is a very minor thing. I'm not saying the game is bad again. Even John Lineman said this trailer just doesn't feel like what the game is. It doesn't feel like the vibe of the game. Now somebody says, Oh, you put in 10 hours. It is. Well, okay, but do you do you ever buy a game based on what the absolute max end game destination is? No, a lot of people have no idea that that's what they're looking at. East Coast Overlord with a five dollar super chat tip. Lono isn't wrong. My little brother was dismissive at first, but once I got him doing things, he's hooked. He's normally a Game Pass player. Well, and I think that's the trick of a good survival game is it gets it hook it gets its hooks in you it gets its hooks into you, you get get into that loop a little bit, and you build a couple things, and you're like, ooh, now I can build that ooh, now I can build that, ooh, like it creates that ooh, a piece of candy rhythm is the same developer as Craftopia, how do they do with feedback and updates on that I'm not sure, I didn't look into that game and exactly what Lono said I downloaded it on Xbox found out it was a survival game I played it for like 30 minutes and then I uninstalled it and got off I don't like survival games that's exactly the point that I'm making I forgot the I forgot mama sorry and a five bomb comes in from sheriff Bruce Lee <laughs> <laughs> who changed their name to sheriff Bruce Lee that's a reference to Friday night with my wife listen y'all if you got a gifted membership you can go watch that past broadcast we had an absolute blast All right, we're going to start opening up Friday nights for community game nights or streams with my wife I'm going to start opening those up to everybody if we hit those goals and you guys smashed that goal last week you crushed it you really really did and right now you're at 2100 you are going to need a big big week to hit 3000 if you want Friday night to be a fight night Uh, Right now, Friday night's a community game night. We can turn it into a fight night if you guys hit the stretch goal. You guys hit the last two weeks of goals, and the Friday night stream with Madden was a blast. Um, Most games show endgame in trailers or things you don't get at the start to give you a goal to get to. Right, but Diaz, I think it's fair to admit, I think it's totally fair to admit that this game in these trailers, it looks like... It doesn't look like a survival game, I guess is the point that I'm making. There are genres and there are game types that have hallmarks and you see certain things and you know exactly what you're looking at. Fighting games, action adventure games, shooters, whatever. Pow! World, in all of its trailers, all of its clips, every time they showcased a Pal on Twitter, like, look at this. There's numbers next to their names, there's guns, there's bazookas. When they shoot the enemies, there's numbers popping up. It very much looks like an open-world action-adventure game where you kidnap Pokemons, and then they join your team, and then you continue going like, I don't see anything in this that says, oh yeah, it's a survival game. I'm not saying that they're misleading anybody. What I'm saying is it's totally fair to think that somebody would look at this and not get survival game communicated to them. Does that make sense? The vibe of everything I'm looking at feels more like an MMORPG than than a survival game. I Again, again. I'm not saying that, that they that they did anything wrong. I'm empathizing with people that might boot up this game and be like, that's not what I expected. And a single gift that comes in from Sadikwa, Thank you so much, Sadikwa. Good to see you. Are they called Palmons or just Pal? They're just called Pals. Yeah, people saying my gut is telling me Palworld was made nefariously. I just have no proof. Just dev intuition. I... I don't get why anybody would say that. Yo, what's good, Abe? Health, hunger, and heat meters are all on the screen in those shots. Diaz, again... <laughs> again, you're not wrong. Do you honestly think in the era of Fortnite and people playing Fortnite and short attention spans, do you honestly believe anybody's going to look at this at this screenshot and they're going to take in the UI... You think they're gonna be like well now hang on a minute there's a giant dinosaur like pokemon that they're riding on and they're unleashing a barrage of rockets but let me look down here and deduce like video game sherlock holmes that this is a survival game like it's just such a pointless debate there's no debate to be had these trailers only communicate survival game to somebody who is extremely paying attention this is the first sign of building and it looks like you're just building a settlement it doesn't look like again that you're going to be needing to do all those early game tropes i'm not even saying they did anything wrong like this is at some level such a pointless discussion i'm just saying and there was already somebody in chat that said they fell prey to it because i thought it was a different game I i did until I saw IGN's footage, I was like, I don't know. Other UI gets dissected, not by the general public. You keep talking about people like us. I'm talking about the general game pub, gaming public. The average person who booted up their Xbox and saw a new game, went to the game, saw some trailers of someone running around like Fortnite, and said, oh, I'm going to play that game. And they played for 30 minutes. And they turned it off. That's why 20% of the people who've reviewed it on Xbox gave it a one-star review. And that's a testament to just how amazing the game is and how popular the game is because it's had zero effect on the game. It's had zero effect on the game. The game's popularity is undeniable. I, I don't see any evidence that the people that may or may not have had expectations frustrated by the early gameplay loop, I don't think anybody is is under some illusion or delusion that that's hurt the game in any way it hasn't it's barely a blip on the radar has a 93 percent on steam what that tells me is the steam user base is a lot like what you're describing diaz they're more tuned in they went to the game they saw survival they did some reading they did some research and they bought it knowing what they were getting and then other people probably didn't buy it and said i don't really like survival games now, I'm coming around to them. I like them. Like, Lego Fortnite was fun. I've become more of a fan of them as of late. Fuzzy noticed this as well with the Xbox store. Um, I, what? 3.6 so far, hitting one star hard. That's old, though. It's now a 3.8. It was a 3.6 in the beginning. It says PC... Oh, PC Games Pass seems to be the main complainers. It's Microsoft, not the devs. Update, update, get the Steam version. I mean, even still, even still. So why are they... So you think, you think that the majority of the negative reviews on Xbox are PC guys bombing it and saying, you should go get it on Steam? That seems really weird. Why would people waste their time doing that? If that's what people are doing, those people are ridiculous. Just go get it on Steam. Doesn't make any sense. This is a trailer for the previous game that they made, which apparently is also a survival game. So it wasn't the first for the dev to have a trailer like that. So you're telling me um, they have a Breath of the Wild clone Oh wow, it really looks like Breath of the Wild. Hang on, let me, let's let take a look at this. They've got another game that they they did in the past. I've not seen this before, hang on. I'm trying to get my history to update. Here we go. Okay, so everyone's talking about Pow World, but nobody's talking about their other game, Craftopia. The first time I saw this trailer, I was laughing for like 10 minutes. Insanely blatant Breath of the Wild clone footage being interspliced with the Cow Killer 9000 and Fortnite building. Here we go. So this is a survival game as well. You're telling... Wow, that's a direct rip from Zelda. Oh, my gosh. Those, 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 those bad... Those are right out of Zelda. Oh, my gosh. Well, the plot thickens, chat. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The plot thickens. This is not this developer's first rodeo. <laughs> not their first time saying, Hey, can I copy your homework? <laughs> oh, they better act fast. I guess the question is, if 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 Nintendo never took action for that game, right? The, the power worlds of a different caliber of popularity right let's look up craftopia alright craftopia is $25 on steam it has a 78% overall but in the last 30 days that is a 55% uh, maybe I wonder if it's getting review bombed right now because people are angry yeah starting on January the 20th which is two days ago they had a spike in negative reviews look Starting right here, on the 19th, there's a huge spike of negative. Now, I wonder what that is, right? Let's go to um, review type, date range. Uh, we, I want one that's recent. I want one of those January 20. Can I just click on that and get one? There we go. Developer seems to be like many others, make their money make a new game. Abandonware. Devs literally abandon this game. Devs don't Devs only care about Power World now. Abandon for Power. World. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. I'm in a period of emotional people. us all the, oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Way, Brady PG 13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Fairmount Plus. World, never gonna get finished because of Power World. Uh oh. <laughs> grand opening, grand closing. Like, Power World. Oh, this is gonna be really interesting. It is. Skinner, a jazzification with 19 months in a VIP. Thank you so much for doing that, jazzification. And thank you everybody who's gifted members already today. Got us back up to above 2,100 members. Keep it going. I tell you what. I tell you what. We can lower the goal. Why don't we lower the goal? Since we did drop so much, I don't think it's fair to be like, "Hey, your generosity 30 days ago just made our job even harder." Let's just go for another 2500 before Friday. Let's do that. I'll let you guys beat me up in a fighting game on Friday if we can hit 2500. And maybe we'll do a stretch goal of 2750 where I have to do something else. I don't know, maybe I have to play blindfolded or something. In any case, I'll, I'll I, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair <laughs> that like 30 days ago you guys were really generous and now that makes a milestone this week even harder to hit. That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> Yo, DK Bager coming in with 15 months and a VIP, welcome back. That means you guys only need roughly four hundred members between now and Friday to get your fight night. I think that's probably a better way to approach it. Each week we assess on Monday and we say, okay, where are we? Right? If we have some huge, you know, membership drop from you know from thirty days ago, I think it's fair to consider that in the in the in the grand scheme of things. Wouldn't even be Nintendo, probably would be the Pokemon company. Pokemon's weird thing where uh, three different companies own the IP. People are claiming Power World copy Pokemon yet Pokemon copies Dragon Quest. I do think you're going to be facing a, a pretty serious challenge here because there are plenty of games, there are plenty of movies, TV shows, card games. There's a lot of pieces of property out there that they all look similar. Like, this isn't the first time I've seen a character and thought, that looks an awful lot like Pokemon. This isn't the first time this has happened. DK Beggar with a single gift that comes in and moves the line to 34. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you very much. An easy way to hit that goal is like, let's just hit like 100 a day. You You don't gotta hit it all in one day. We could spread it out. I think sometimes we hit it all in one day and that's what makes it so difficult 30 days later. Uh, Weezy says Genshin Impact ripped off, was inspired by Breath of the Wild, and the devs themselves even admitted as much, and that game still is what it is. Right, and I guess that's the question, is if you can prove it, then couldn't a lot of other companies be taken to task then? Like, how many other companies have made characters that are are Pokemon-esque And, you know, could potentially either be facing litigation or even have their own litigation. Like, what, is there any, uh, is there anything that predates Pokemon? Would be the question. The similarities of Pokemon was one thing, but the Breath of the Wild clone was pretty bad. They never came for that game. They didn't abandon Craftopia. They literally just had a massive update. Okay, hang on. So are people are people wrongfully um, review bombing Craftopia? Let's let, let's take a peek here. Um, I'm seeing that they did an update on the tw- on November the twenty fourth. Oh, right here, Craftopia, January twenty second update patch, critical fixes, bug fixes. Like I don't follow this game. Are these are these not are these not significant? It looks like they are. I don't know. I think people are worried. Wait, that's today. They posted that today. Now, maybe they did this to satiate all the complaints. I I don't know. The last up they did was, uh, it looks like they did something on the 28th of December, uh, 27th of uh, December. I don't know. Yo, how are you, Skater Nader? Have a great day, dude you can't sue for inspiration. It's got to be an exact copy or exact enough to confuse people. Hello, I'm a graphics designer. I can help you with your thumbnails and my editing work. Yeah, can you help me by not spamming my chat and being stupid? Like, that would help me a lot more. Also, our thumbnails are great. Thanks for asking. Go spam someone else's chat have more luck on fiverr all right frick out of here it's 2024 yeah i know 20 oh oh you're right i'm sorry i'm sorry this is 2023 why is it listed after this one No, 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 no. The title of their, the title of the patched thing is wrong. Look right here. Look below. It says Monday, January 22nd, 2024. Yeah, it's posted after the December one. Look. Look, 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 look. today, it was published today. They just, they, they need to update the title. See what they did? They took this copied it and they changed the month and the date they forgot to change the year this was published 8 hours ago the title of the, the post is just wrong you know what I mean do you want an alternate metal logo design I got you I mean I don't know if you make it look dope we could throw it on a t-shirt or something and then I would just send you a free t-shirt I don't know I, we're not really I'm not, in the, I'm not in the market to like hire anybody to do like art for me you do it on your own just because you like the channel and want to be dope. I'm not going to stop you. And if we think it's sick and get your permission, we could throw it in the merch store. I mean, feel free to send stuff. I that I don't have any problem with that. So, it doesn't appear that they've abandoned Craftopia. Wheezy says, there have probably been more Pokemon clones than I can count. The difference here is that this one is actually successful. Uh, yeah, I kind of said that, Wheezy. I said the diff- they didn't go after Craftopia being a blatant Zelda like ripoff, but Craftopia didn't sell 5 million copies in 4 days. Right? Pow World is sitting on a mountain of cash, and Pokemon property owner might say, well, it would be a shame if you got sued. Weezy says, for reference, Yu-Gi-Oh! was literally inspired by Magic the Gathering to the point that they used to call spell cards magic cards. Yu-Gi-Oh! has been originally called Magic and Wizards. Really? Another piece of the puzzle is that the game was being streamed, reviewed, first impressions days before the game released, and it was all over social media. I'm still waiting for Asmund and company to sign Reforge and Lono under the Forge brand. I, I probably... I don't know, dude. We're not quite big enough for that. You gotta have at least a 50k channel before companies like that will look at you. Digimon's a Pokemon clone. The thing I saw on Twitter, as I briefly researched this this morning, just so I could be like, okay, what the heck's going on here? People are gonna bring this up. You need to you know, know a little bit about it. What I saw was... a developer essentially saying that the dimensions are too similar to not be a copy. And if you can say this developer basically did a one-to-one trace copy of our model, he says that lawyers will see gold dust on that and say, oh, we can go after them. Right? It's one thing to be like, well, that looks an awful lot like Pikachu, or, you know, that looks an awful lot like a Bulbasaur or whatever. But it's another thing to be like, no, you literally copied the model that according according to somebody who was you know giving their own legal opinion they said that 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 could lead to that could lead to something instead of just saying oh it looks like it's no you we can prove that you copied can you capture and enslave the enemy ai humans and pokemon checkmate <laughs> if people are taking that a little too seriously ollie says maybe pokemon should have released on all platforms this wouldn't have ever become an issue they uh feed around now they are finding they're in oh oh you're saying they effed around they're now in the finding out phase we says not true digimon was created as a response to tamagotchi it was created as a tamagotchi for boys and exploded in popularity as a result really i did not know the history behind digimon like that that's interesting my daughter has a uh, Tamagotchi and it's Baby Yoda, and she loves it. And last night he she he got upgraded and he's now in the IG88 suit. And she was very concerned and worried. She's like, "What is this?" I was like, "Oh, did you did you not feed him enough? Did IG88 come and steal him?" She's like, "No, this is my pet now." And I looked closely and I was like, "Oh, he's in the suit." <laughs> she was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, he's in the suit." I was like, "That happens in the show." Spoiler alert! <laughs> she was pretty excited. That was that was part of our uh, that was part of our morning conversation this morning. Nintendo doesn't need other platforms. Yeah, I tend to agree. I don't know if maybe he was talking about Pokemon though. He says maybe Pokemon should have released on all platforms, right? I don't necessarily thinking. I don't think he's saying that they should have, but. You know somebody saw an opportunity and said hey you know pokemon's not over here let's give the people what they want you know where does one buy that totally for my eight-year-old son i think we had to, ouch i think we had to get it on uh on amazon dustin says i think if you remove the survival aspects if the combat was turn-based etc there'd be more of a case but the loop is nothing like pokemon Dustin, I think the issue would be intellectual property uh, being copied. It's not about the gameplay loop. Like, okay, let's take... uh, Let's take Street Fighter, for example. If I made a game that wasn't a fighting game, it was an open-world action-adventure game where you were a kung fu master named, you know i don't know susan lee and she looked a whole lot like chun lee right you know thick thighs saves lives all of that like oh my gosh that looks like chun lee and someone does a side by side and they can prove i copied her model and gave her like blonde hair and you know i don't know a ninja outfit well somebody might look at that and be like well it's a completely different game it's not a fighting game but the intellectual property owner of Chun-Li could come and say, well, no, you copied our model. The question would be, within the video game space, how does copyright law shake out? Like Omar Omar here could weigh in. This is his specialty. If, if I take Chun-Li's model and copy it and throw it in a different game type, how much transformative work do I have to do to justify the model being the same? Like, if the circumference of her thighs are the same, if her if her height is the same, her arms are the same. Right? I don't think the models are close enough to call IP issues. Well, I mean, the one side-by-side I saw, the guy was basically saying, you can't tell me that this wasn't copied. He's like, you would never just take inspiration and end up with dimensions that are so similar. Right? He's like, if you tell me to make a model of a character that looks like this, I'm not going to get the dimensions this right. I'm just not. It's not possible. That's what the guy's argument was, right? I don't want to cannibalize that. Well, that'll probably end up being a video. I don't know if I would do a whole show on this. Well, it depends on what happens, right? This, This could turn into a legal battle. We don't know. But I think that's the point. So, and I guess the question would be, how quickly can the devs react? Any and all models that are that are close to being stolen, copied, or whatever, can they go through and quickly change them? And does that negate the case of like, well, we're no longer using those models. You didn't even get a chance to send a cease and desist. We've already removed all those models from the game. Patent, copyright, and trademarks are the three things that need to be violated, not just one or two. Yeah, again, I don't know how copyright intellectual property works in the video game world, but I'm fairly certain if I copied Chun-Li's model and threw her in my game, I'd be getting a phone call. There are a bunch of factors, says Omar, but the extreme violence in the game is going to be a factor in why it avoids the copyright. The characters are close to Pokemon, but not exact. Dustin says... Uh, I'd have to see it. I've only seen 70 of the 100, but I can't imagine a company would be stupid enough to market this uh, hard and do a model for model copy. Uh, uh, Er Erotimus says, Lono, do you think Power World would thrive on PlayStation as of today? What survival game is popular with PlayStation gamers? Well, I don't necessarily know if the survival aspect would be the barrier because... I think the characters themselves, and the world, and the loop... I mean, we'd have to look to see how many people played Fortnite, Lego Fortnite on PlayStation. And how many of those people played for a lengthy amount of time. Because that's your inroad. If people played Lego Fortnite, that's a survival game that was extremely popular for at least a week or two. And then because there just wasn't much to it, it was very basic... A lot of people moved on. Now that doesn't mean they don't like survival games. It means quite the contrary. They liked it and they ran out of stuff to do. So you'd have to run the numbers to see did Lego Fortnite get good traction and engagement on PlayStation because PlayStation was able to argue good royalty share on uh, on enabling crossplay because they had such a large player pool that spent so much money. So Fortnite's a pretty popular game on PlayStation. The question would be how well did Lego Fortnite do over there? Because it honestly felt very similar to me in those early stages. Um, Okay, so this is the legal information for Pokemon Uh, distribution in any form of any channels, property trademarks, um, fan art, no further consideration, compensation of any kind for fan art creator. Yeah, see, this is for fan art. I don't... This wouldn't be falling under fan art, though. Wheezy says, if it is, though, the same wireframe and meshing for the models, then I will concede that point, obviously. I don't think it's that close. I think it's very close. So, on the underlying code thing, analogy, architecture, plans, or IP, if I have plans... You use those plans, but you use different materials, colors, tiles, bricks, etc. I can still come for you. Power World already has a Pokemon mod. Oh my gosh! Not building games a little different than survival games. No, Lego Fortnite's a survival game. It's not a. Bi- it's not a strictly building game. It's a survival game. You you quite literally it it's it's a survival game. You quite literally knock things down and build and then get better weapons and then go fight and build it's 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 a very very similar loop in fact i would argue that lego fortnite is is a little bit more on the survival aspect because of how you've got hunger and weather and cold almost instantly that's like one of the first things you have to fight against in lego fortnite so again describing lego fortnite as a building game is is not accurate it's a survival game and if it did well on PlayStation, then I would imagine Power World could do well is as, as also. The other thing to consider is, Power World has gone viral. That's all you really need sometimes, is virality and then everybody would check it out. Not to mention, if they could get this thing on the Nintendo Switch, which Nintendo would obviously have a vested interest in maybe saying no, because of their relationship with the Pokemon property. But I think the game would crush on Nintendo though. No. Like, this is suspect to me. For examples, you don't have to know that Pokemon is just the model. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, let me show you guys. That's suspicious. As I said, this story is developing, but this is, this is the kind of stuff, this is the kind of stuff that'll get you into a court case. You see the Proportions? It's like they took a wireframe of a Pokemon. Yeah. That that's so hard to argue with. Like I said, the one developer weighed in and he said, You're not gonna have dimensions lining up that perfectly. You just simply aren't. You know? It's just not possible. Y- you you can't shoot that shot in the dark with the blindfold on. There's no way this pal from power world seems like it was probably a rip of a superior and primarina from pokemon. Oh yeah, there's going to be a constant constant flow of this. I Yeah, see people are comparing the wireframes and they're one to one. I'm telling you, this th- this story is developing. This isn't going to be I don't think this is something that goes quietly into the night. I don't think so. I think the wireframes being one-to-one is is pretty damning. <clears throat> so again, the question would be if the developers at PowWorld World over the next week go in and completely change all the models, right? Their dimensions, their sizes, their appearance, everything. And they completely remove the okay, yes, we did that for the base version, but now everything has been completely reworked to be original, does that negate any case if it just gets removed from the game? If they don't even get a cease and desist and they act fast enough, does that shut everything down? Like, I don't know. I don't know how intellectual property in video games works. You know, I guess you could say, well, you sold 5 million copies with those models in the game, therefore, the similarity and the iconic nature of Pokemon can be attributed to some of the success, we are owed some of that money that would be maybe maybe that would be the legal argument is that you sold the 5 million copies with those wireframes in there the game is very fun but let's not act as if these assets are completely new Eugene says no because the sales were made on the copied goods. Yeah, Jinx. Stream delay. Stream delay Jinx. Can't watch anymore. Just gonna have to listen. Two pals spoiled. (laughs) Uh, This will come down to lawyers. Nintendo ain't playing with that. But, but, but it's early access and designs may not be final. Maybe that gets them out of it. I don't know. Gloss said that they can sue if they want, but they don't have a real case. Temtem's still up uh, and looks more like Pokemon. I, again, I think it's the wireframe comparisons that are a problem. I think that's problematic. Apparently, the devs have a history of this. Their next game is basically a one-to-one of Hollow Knight. This good person says, I went through the entire 111 lists of pals in Power World to see what seems like a Pokemon ripoff compared to not. Because I've seen a lot of people talk about it, but no full comprehensive list. Here's what I found. It's a lot. Um, so we're talking 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Do we have a total somewhere? I'm just going to scroll. I'm just going to scroll. She's putting numbers um, show more replies I'm currently in the 3rd thir- I'm currently in the 40s I'm currently in the 50s mm. this is bad this is bad mm. some of these aren't aren't wireframe some of them are some of them it's clear it's the same wireframe some of them are just v- very very similar She currently, as of 18 hours ago, found at least 63 that were either heavily inspired by or potentially copied. 63. Some comparisons are ridiculous. Right, some of the 63 are just inspiration. Like, yeah, the color scheme's the same here, but there are definitely some in there that you can tell they use the wireframe. You can tell, you know. excuse me can we see Uh, hang on yeah I mean you can make up your own mind how legitimate this list is okay because again there are definitely some that like that's hard to argue with right now this again I mean how do you argue with that that's the same eyes that's the same smile you didn't even bother changing the shape of the eyes or the color. Like, come on, man. I, wh- what do you want me to say to that? That's 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 again, though. No, but it, how transformative does it have to be? This is one where I've seen a one-to-one wireframe. This one has used the wireframe. It's a it's a one hundred percent copy of the wireframe. Uh, this is this looks to me like another wireframe copy. That's 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 blatant. You can see it. Um... This one I can't. This one's harder to see. I can't tell. Uh, this one, yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, this one's out of frame. Yeah, that's probably a wireframe. Uh, that's not a wireframe, but you know, this up here, that's that's tenuous enough. That's probably not a big deal. Um, uh, maybe the face. No. This is this could be potential wireframe. This is definitely wireframe. Uh, this one's 100% wireframe copy wireframe copy. I mean, that's like the same frickin character. Um, that's very different. But the color scheme obviously is what they're probably highlighting here uh, again. Extremely similar yeah hard to argue with that one very similar on the color scheme that's not a wireframe copy though that's not a wireframe now we're getting into more color scheme copies um which you can't really sue for I don't think uh some bigger ones some smaller ones we're only in the 20s by the way we're only in the 20s yeah yeah So the question would be, since there are so many games that have done similar styles of games, um, you know, with, with creatures and, you know, capturing creatures and things of that nature, the question is, you know, does, does the Pokemon property owner have a case, you know, do they have a case? It depends. It depends on how much of the of the wireframe being used can argue uh, brand confusion, uh, or you know, pro- just profiting from other somebody else's work. Um, I don't know. Some are stretching. Does it really matter though? If there's at least ten that I saw that are like direct one to one wireframe copies, like, does that matter at that point? All of this is a reach. You can't copyright a wireframe. I don't know. Like I'm saying, I don't know how the copyright law views it. If I take the wireframe of Chun-Li and change her outfit and her name, can I throw her in my game? I I don't know. See what Omar said in the Discord. Uh, Omar says... There is no magical percentage difference something has to be, especially in artwork, to avoid copyright claims. Copyright, trademarks, and patents are three distinct separate forms of protection. You don't need all three things to be violated to have a claim for one aspect or another. That would invalidate claims in so many areas where all three don't exist. Number, two, number three. If they stole actual models like those wireframes, I think we have a different discussion. Number four. But, if the characters are somewhat similar, differently named, and have distinct characteristics that are in a game that is, that, that, uh, that is this different, I think there's enough difference that they will skirt it. Number five. Heavily inspired by is not infringement. Uh, and here's a quote from Suede. He says, Pocket Pair isn't concerned with the similarities. Speaking to Japanese gaming news outlet Automation, company CEO and lead developer said that Power World has passed all the necessary legal hurdles to clear it of copyright infringement. He also noted that there hasn't been any legal actions taken against Pocket Pair for its overt comparisons to Pokemon, at least not yet anyway. Uh, Omar says, I would ask also... Where, uh, where they would pull high poly count wireframes, considering how low poly all the Pokemon games are. I'm not exactly up to date on the latest Pokemon game. Not sure. Yeah. It. I don't know. I. I think we're getting. I think we're getting a lot of different opinions here. I mean, that's literally Omar's area of expertise is is copyright and trademark law, and he's like, if there's enough differences, then you you can't you. You're not going to have to, this this company's not going to have to worry, you know, and they probably, I don't know. They, they got away with it, with Craftopia and there are enemies in Craftopia that literally look like copied characters from Breath of the Wild. Nothing happened there. I don't know. I feel like Nintendo's pretty litigious. They, they don't mind suing you. I feel like Nintendo's litigious enough to be like, look, man, those are uh, those are clearly ripped from Breath of the Wild. I-, I have to think that if they got away with it in Craftopia, they're probably going to get away with it this time as well. All this time wasted on possible lawsuits, and in a month no one will be playing this anymore. Right, I, I, I want to actually take up that conversation. The legal thing, we're going to have to wait on. It's a lot of speculation. As it stands right now, it actually seems like they'll they'll be fine. I, Again, if, Nin, if Nintendo w- w- was going to take issue with it, they would have taken issue with Craftopia. I don't think you need to be successful for Nintendo to come for you, okay? It's all about whether or not Pokemon IP owners care enough, for sure, and if they'll get anything out of it, for sure. That is possible that they'll, you know, maybe the blood in the water is the five million sales in four days, and the and the virus. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to sixty speed that thrills you one minute, and available lounge seats that unwind you the next visit kia.com slash e v nine to learn more ask your Kia dealer for availability no system no matter how advanced can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions always drive safely reality of the game right um but i'm curious what you guys think about uh, what you guys think about that what do you think about the potential just the bottom falling out on this and by the way we've been streaming for about an hour and a half do me a favor and smash that like button if you've been enjoying today's show that really helps out the video meet more people let's get over 300 likes we should be we should be able to do that with no problem you guys are awesome with that you always bring the heat on likes do me a favor as well hit subscribe that enables you to talk in the chat now in a moment here i'm going to turn on members only chat for a members only q a that we typically do i'm going to hold off on that for a little bit because i started late today i didn't have enough of my monologue written this morning and i was trying to do some last minute research uh as well so um what do you guys think about that about the potential of the game just sort of being a flash in the pan Right? we we saw insane numbers for New World and then, and then New World just couldn't keep up with player expectations player demand, people wanted more, people wanted to do more you know, the, the, the same thing happened with LEGO Fortnite, like LEGO Fortnite numbers you know, kind of evaporated into thin air because people were like, there's nothing to do now, now I say evaporated into thin air there's still plenty of people playing but the numbers were at, at an insanely high count and then my kids fell out with it. My wife and I fell out with it because it just it takes too long to do everything. The early the early game just isn't it, it. just doesn't. It's it doesn't translate into the middle. In the middle game, the mid game is just so grindy. It takes so long to do the most basic thing. It just doesn't. You got to travel a really long distance just to get some wood from a cactus. You know to then go back and you know I'm sorry no to get you got to travel a really long distance to get some. Uh, or and then you gotta go all the way back to get the cactus after. Like it just it just didn't, you know, it just didn't last with people. Really hardcore survival folks wrung that game out like a rag. And does this game does this game have a similar potential risk of of you know quick fizzle out? Or because it's in early access, is that sort of a protective barrier where people will say You know, look, man, it's an early access. They're going to keep updating it. You know, they're going to keep adding to it. They're going to keep bringing people back. That would be my question is how are how are they able to, you know, are are they going to be able to do consistent updates, consistent additions and tweaks and content? Lego Fortnite still draws 200,000 players plus easily, which is a drop compared to the launch numbers for sure. Right, and that's always going to happen. My thought with Power World is it's just so popular that there's always going to be a funnel of players playing, providing you with feedback, providing you with input. Like, this game could sort of go the pathway of Baldur's Gate 3, where two years from now, the Power World 1.0 release is just monumental and just takes over. You know, because they could spend the next two years just curating the game tweaking it adding to it updating it making it you know making it just phenomenal and because I think they're going to be able to keep enough people engaged to do that power world's biggest upgrade over lego fortnite is mounts and fast travel right that was one of the biggest dilemmas with lego fortnite it was like so I got to go all the way back there now and and hit the cacti like can, can you give me a horse <laughs> you know can you let me fast travel the devs have made so much money now it won't matter paid by game pass plus sales uh, you would think it would drop 90% like new world I mean we'll see we'll be able to check on this game in a couple of weeks and see where it stands Xbox has not even updated their most played by the way you know their most played list let me see if they've updated yeah, Power World's still not listed, and I know it's got to be in the top. It's got to be in the top five. It has to be. If you go to Xbox's most played, uh, the website we check from time to time, I guarantee you Power World's up here. It, it I, it's got to be. It's got to be in the top ten. It, there's no way it's not above above Baldur's Gate and Apex right now. There's absolutely no way. The numbers they were hitting, they were in the two to 300,000 concurrence on Xbox alone. For some reason, it's not here. If you go to Game Previews, right, which is what it is, it's not even listed as a Game Preview yet. Like, the Xbox website hasn't even updated to add it. Which is weird. I don't know why you wouldn't have that front and center. I mean, it's front and center on the console when you boot up, but... Seems uh, a form of AI was used when developing this game, using art from Pokemon as the baseline. As a PC player, I'm not touching this game. I smell day before all over again. I don't know. Nib figured it was only 10% on Xbox. The, the guy that was crunching the numbers when they said that they had overall they had a 1.3 or 1.5, it was between 200 and 300,000 people on Xbox. So they were saying, here's our total concurrent number, and if you went to Steam, like the one time they had like 700,000 concurrence, and you went to Steam, Steam only showed like 500,000. So that means there were roughly 200,000 people playing. Come on, that that's got to be higher than almost all the 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 the, the bottom the top 10 on on most played on Xbox everything below that is not in the 200,000s there's no way it's not on that list legitimately it's a glitch they don't have it in this they don't even have it listed in game previews yet on their website so in my opinion it's it's probably still pulling around 2 to 300,000 and that would be close to the top of that list that would be up there in the in the in the top i don't know in the top 10 to 20 somewhere Steam's not the only place to get it on PC. Yeah, but I I highly doubt, Eugene. That would still be Xbox. That'd be the Xbox storefront. That would still count as an Xbox player if they got it from the Microsoft store. Day before all over again. The day before lied about everything they were doing and then dipped after they got everyone's money. This game is everything everyone following it wanted. Yeah, I actually agree with Blarg on that. I don't feel like this is the day before all over again. Unless what you mean by the day before all over again is it's going to disappear into the ether because they're going to get in legal trouble or something. I I definitely agree with that. Like, the day before, blatantly lied to the public. I told everybody that they were liars for months. And I was attacked and ridiculed. And I was told that I was attacking developers. And it's like, no, they're liars. Like, (laughs) They lied to the public so many times and they didn't even deliver a complete product. This thing's in early access and it's more complete than the day before was. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, this wasn't possible as the Steam Live player data didn't match the 700,000. Thankfully, Power World shared more data. Shared more data gives us further insight into Game Pass, Xbox, and Steam concurrent numbers. Power World shared at 12:20. I'm sorry, 11:25 UK time that the concurrent player number across all platforms was greater than 1.3 million. At 1125, the Steam concurrent player number was approximately 1.1 million, which means Xbox Game Pass accounted for roughly 160,000 concurrent players, or 12.3% of the total concurrent player base, which is less than the 20% from earlier. So on the last day, Steam has gone from accounting for 80% of Power World's concurrent players to nearly 90. Well, that's not surprising. And Destiny overall... Has 193,000 people playing right now. Okay. Well, if we go to Xbox's most played games, Eugene, and we find Destiny, all right, Destiny's right here with 190. Okay. One, two, three, they're in 17th place. So you're telling me if Pow World's pulling. Somewhere between a hundred to, let's say, a hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand players. You think there are that many people playing Far Cry? You think there are that many people playing War Thunder and Fallout and 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 Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Daisy? You think all these games are pulling more than a hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand? even eugene even when it was in even when it was in the 20% range and the speculation was that about 200,000 or more people were playing power world it was nowhere on this list it's not i don't think it's been added how was concurrent not total for the day okay isn't that charlemagne number for for destiny's concurrent That's not an overall store. This, this is this is most played games. If you go to game previews, Power World's not here. I'm telling you, the, the Power World would be in the top fifty. It would be in the top fifty on Xbox. It's not been added to the database for whatever reason. It's just not there. Like it doesn't surprise me that the numbers for Xbox are slipping because again. Like I said, people watched a trailer, saw Fortnite Pokemon, downloaded it, they punched rocks for 10 minutes, and they uninstalled. Like, come on. Again, I, I, I don't think that's bashing the platform or the game. I just think the expectations for those on Xbox were probably different than those on Steam. The Steam user base is more plugged in let's be real a Pokemon like that does better than Pokemon with similar art style would gain the attention of Nintendo fast maybe our world's number two right now how do you get that how do you see that mine doesn't show that it's not an Xbox exclusive most played games on Xbox I mean how do you are are you switching regions somehow Power World's number two. Check now. I'm, I'm, I don't see it. I've been arguing that it should be up there. I assumed it was a glitch on their website. Let me go incognito. I assumed it was a glitch on their website. Okay, I'm incognito and my dark mode's not working. I don't see it refresh evidence you, you think I don't know how to push this button brother I know how to push a refresh button you think I'm just sitting on a static page it's not there something's wrong it's it's. I'm telling you it's some kind of a server side caching error or something it should be there it should 100% be up here it's one of their most played games right now I see it what region are you in are you, are you US region is it a region problem Weezy says 100% it would be top 50. That's what I'm saying. It's not top 50. There's a problem. It should be up there. We know that they've got a good number of people playing it on Xbox. Even if the number is going down. Even if the number is going down, that still doesn't mean it's not a top played game on Xbox. Your US region. It's got to be some kind of a server side glitch then. I, I swear to you, I checked it. I ch- Yeah, post a screenshot in the Discord. I swear to you, I checked it on my phone, and I was like, how is that game not at the top? Or at least close to the top. Yeah, even on my phone. Second place is Call of Duty, Rainbow, Roblox, NBA. It's the exact same. It's the exact same on my phone. That's a different browser. Um... Uh, okay that's fine no no i'll check that one definitely top 50 but you said more than some games and i'm like nah on over the weekend eugene i'm not talking right now homie over the weekend someone crunched the numbers and when they had like 700,000 concurrence there was roughly 200,000 people playing it on xbox that would put it above destiny that would put it up there it would it would be up there with some of the big ones over the weekend i wasn't meaning like right literally this instant it's monday yeah, it's monday morning i'm talking like over the weekend during peak times when they were hitting some of their highest numbers and some of their highest player counts it would have been up there there's no doubt in my mind i will say it, it you see you see 20% of the people that played it on Xbox gave it a one star review. It fell quickly again because I just I don't think people are either looking for it or there were some problems right it was an, it was an older maybe not older version. It was a version with less features and you know people didn't buy it. they were playing it on game Pass It's a lot easier to put a game down like that. That's one of the benefits of game Pass you're like, well I never really play a game like Liza P or I never really play games like this let me try it out you're gonna you're gonna try it out for five minutes if you don't if, if it's not what you like you're gonna you're gonna be gone Peaked yesterday at like 7 a.m okay it's the weekend eugene do you do you think a game on a monday morning is gonna have stronger numbers than on like a sunday morning after it's riding momentum of friday and saturday yeah evidence that's not I'm looking at most popular not most played yeah you're looking at a completely different screen you're looking at most popular the most played filter is completely different game is more popular outside the US I mean uh, maybe yeah guys evidence was looking at most popular not most played they're they're different Power World breaks 1.5 million concurrent players on Steam and becomes top 10 most played games. It's top 3 actually. The worst version on Game Pass thing is apparently an update has already been submitted to Microsoft uh, to bring those features in but Microsoft is dragging their feet on green lighting it. I wonder why Like, I I, I kind of agreed with with, uh, with with Jez Corden like Xbox should be leaning in to assist here. You should be getting these these updates in pronto. 90% of my friends list was on Power World this weekend, for sure. That doesn't surprise me at all. That's wild numbers for a game on Steam for this time of day. Microsoft cert process takes way too long. I mean... I would say that they probably give Microsoft certification updates faster to their own property. I mean, I'm just guessing, right? Like if they want to push out a Halo update, it probably goes through faster. So they just need to give Power World like, you know, like a VIP pass. So when they push out a certification, you think Microsoft sees a Nintendo storm coming? I don't think so. I don't think so. Eugene says it shows the popularity. Oh, it shows its popularity is in Europe and Asia. PlayStation and Xbox both have a system for patching a game so you don't just roll them out in brick. For sure, but again, see what I said above? Microsoft isn't dragging their feet. It's their certification process for consoles. Keep in mind, it used to take months. It's the same for PlayStation. Europe and Asia charts. I don't understand. I can't see that you filtered it to Europe and Asia on Steam. You've—it's sh- like half of us. That's like half of a screenshot. 1.4 million were playing an hour ago. I'm not sure what you're trying to show me, Eugene. Just shooting in Lona, but the more I looked into this dev team, I'm definitely against this game. Why are you against the game? Guys, can we get 17 more likes on the video? I appreciate it very, very much. Let's shoot for 300 likes. Just goes to show that Pokemon made a game like this with PC access that had quality, would break 3 million concurrent and rake in all the money. They even have another game called AI Art Imposter that used the same tech. They're open about their AI use in development. I mean, if you don't want to support games using AI, you better get ready to go back on that. I'm not saying that you're wrong. You're allowed to have your own principles and your own beliefs. But if you're going to put your foot down and you're going to say, I refuse to play a game that uses AI... You better be prepared to, to to skip a lot of games in the future. You better be prepared. Do you know how many small indie studios are going to use AI for voices because it will save them so much money? Like, imagine your team has 20 people and you're building a game, and instead of your text going, burr, burr, and that's it when someone's talking, the guy's head pops up and the text just kind of goes across the screen with like a little doo, 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 like little sound. And instead, you can use AI to voice that character. Where are you going? Why are you in this region? You're saving thousands of dollars by not hiring an a-, a, a voice acting crew. You're saving thousands of production hours and and recording and editing and everything else. So, if you don't want to play games that use AI, you're going to skip a lot of games. Look into the studio. I'm not talking about this particular studio. I'm talking about if you're going to take that principled stance against the use of AI, you better be prepared to skip a lot of games or you'd be guilty of not being consistent. Now, I'm not saying this... I'm not defending the developer. I don't know if the developer is guilty of theft or unethical development. I don't know. That is a current development. What I'm saying is, if that's going to be your line of, I'm not going to support games that use AI, you better be ready to skip a lot of games. You better. Because any studio that is under, you know, imagine any studio under a 100 employees or under 200 employees... They're all going to start using AI for voices. Why? It's cheaper. And their business is more important than making sure voice actors have work. And that sounds crass, but that's the reality. You trying to keep your doors open? You want to keep paying your employees? You want your business to thrive? Or do you want to die on principle? Like, they're going to use AI for voices. They are. People can get bent and self-righteous on Twitter all they want. The business world is going to do what it's always done. It's going to adapt to make the most money as well as adapt to survive. And if you see the bloated budgets of video games and you think they're not going to think twice about using AI to save money, you again, you can get mad all you want. They're going to do it. Now, I'm completely against using someone's voice without their permission and without them being properly compensated I am 100% against that you can't just take like Chris Judge's voice and throw it in a game and be like oh no that's fair game he's a public person He's da-da-da-da. no I'm against that that's completely unethical but if a company wants to use AI to voice their characters because it's going to save them tons of money and help their project come to market faster and it makes their it makes their product and their company more stable they're going to do it and I won't and I can't fault them for it I can't it doesn't make any sense to fault them for it Auto- automation has eliminated jobs is, is, is since the invention of the printing press, so you're always going to have automation removing jobs and, and people that specialized in certain crafts. There's nothing you can do about that. You can't. You can't stop it. It's just the way of business are there unethical practices for sure and we would want to look at each case and decide whether or not a company did something that we feel is wrong but if you want to sweep the floor and say nope any company that uses ai i'm not going to support you're going to play like one game a year you better get ready because they're all going to start doing it a very easy way to save money Can AI eliminate crunch? I don't know. Maybe. You know, you start there. They already use a lot of automation for QA. They already use a lot of automation for QA to make sure they eliminate bugs faster and more efficiently than 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 you know before. And then they that that happens before they hand it over to the QA team. You know, AI could start to be leveraged to not need a QA team or to bring the QA team a lot later. Well, typically we brought in the QA team. On 18-month contracts, about a year and a half of QA is typically what we need. Well, now we only need eight months of QA. That's going to save us a bundle. We can do automated AI-generative QA where the game is tested by AI players that simulate real-life players, and then we only need the QA team for eight months. The problem with AI is that it's using samples from existing voice acting to generate new content. That base is gray. Is a gray area. AI can't derive voices from scratch. I looked at the Twitter thread that was arguing about Power World and AI. It's all speculation, and there is not artwork even pointed in the game that is AI. Yeah, there's been speculation about them using AI. I've not seen any definitive proof that they are using AI. I've not seen that. Uh, after I made a contract with an AI studio in regards to licensing for AI voices and voice actors yeah that I don't know how long that's going to last could be a slippery slope says Jake now when now when or should I say if we hear big time devs uh, would could afford to cast voice work they choose AI instead What's the problem with that? If a big studio can avoid hiring big name celebrities and save a ton of money and the voice work and the script and the scripting and all of that gets done way faster. So the pro not only are they spending less, but they're bringing their product to market faster. That's better for margins. What do you think the average business is going to do? What do you think they're going to do? Look at all we learned from the Insomni- Ins- insomniac leaks. What do you what do you think game companies are going to do? You think they're going to stand on principle? You think you think your you think your ideology about voice actors is going to is going to keep the shareholders happy? Do you think that's going to keep the revenue stream coming? I think I think people are going to get really disillusioned really really quickly in the next five years about what these companies really care for and it's not new it's not novel they want money and they'll do whatever they can to get it as long as it's not like unethical right? as long as they're not like you know make it, making, making people work you know 20 hour days and you know not letting them leave the office and you know hurting people like as long as they're not breaking any laws or doing anything ethical, like you can get angry about it all you want, but that's what's going to happen. Devs are going to say budgets are getting too big. It's really, really hard to make margins. And a really easy way to save a ton of money is to stop hiring 25 voice actors and having to pay them all their money and then not only that, we gotta do all of the studio work, so now we have a studio team doing that and then the studio team has to edit everything and get everything ready to go and make sure it all sounds good you can save a lot of money and time by not doing any of that, and a lot of teams are gonna do it, a lot of devs are gonna make that choice because AI is gonna get even better AI is gonna get even better at, at, at human voices and human emotion we're we're, we're right now on the front of the wave. It's like they're just now messing with it and it sounds pretty impressive. Think of what it'll be able to do in like five years. As as, as it gets more refined, as it gets more you know, uh, more advanced. I wonder how many of these people that are like really upset about the use of AI are also I don't know, using a phone that you know, has a battery that uh, you know has raw materials in it that his is, uh, is <laughs> it comes from human suffrage. You know, imagine self-righteously typing on your iPhone about you know AI taking jobs from voice actors. Imagine the raw materials that made your phone come from human suffrage. You really want to start pounding on a drum? about companies being ethical. Virtue on the internet, you couldn't put it in a thimble. It's all fake. It's all phony. None of it's real. It's just a giant charade. Just a big, giant illusion. I think one thing... uh, I think one thing that will be intriguing in regards to Power World success uh, is when and how new content is dropped. New dungeons, new towers, bosses, influx, new pals, map expansion. For sure. For sure. Like, I think that's the big question as to how long the game can last. That's what aboutism? No, it's not. No, it's not it's called being consistent you won't support a company because they do something that you deem unethical like using AI it sounds like your ethics and your morals are convenient and not real that's not what about you if you're going to stand on principle is it a principle or is it a convenient you know drum to bang on because if it's really your principle If it's what you truly believe, if it's your ethics and your morals down to your core, then why aren't you consistent with it? Right? What, are you only a vegan on Thursdays? Like, what is it? Like, you see what I'm saying? Oh, only this company, only this practice, all this other stuff I don't really care about. Why? Because it would be too inconvenient for you to stick to what you say you believe. Like I said, it makes for great tweets. It makes for great impressions and click farms, but none of it's real. None of it's real. It's all fake. It's all phony. <laughs> we did, this, this is wrong and unconscionable. Oh, yeah, is it? Oh, okay. Let's break down how ethical your consumption is then. <clears throat> half the Pokemon uh, for the last five years look like AI art yeah I don't think you could necessarily argue that just like the creatures and their minor differences like automatically mean it's AI art he's getting one guide I'm not getting one guide you think I'm getting one guide plenty of people are against the idea of AI being used in video games That's not one guy there's plenty of folks that have a serious issue with that it's all over my timeline it's, it's all over my timeline. It's not one guy. It's an it, There's an entire, like, movement sense idea that, like, we, we should not support games that use AI. I was like, okay. I, you better get ready to skip a lot of video games then because the industry is going to move forward and it's going to say, this is a great way to save money. This is a great way to keep our budget smaller. I don't agree with what you're saying. Our consumption is in every uh, unethical, but we have no choice. We have to participate in society. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to buy the clothes that you buy or the food that you buy or the electronic devices that you buy. Alana Pierce took issue with AI being leveraged for writing. I don't know what her opinion is on voice acting. Because again, I think the challenge is smaller studios can save a ton of money by using AI for voices they don't if they have if they have less money they're gonna do what they can to get everything they can out of that less money if their budget is this big they're gonna try to be as, as smart and as economical as they can with that budget and that's gonna lead to a lot of companies deciding AI for voices just makes sense it's a massive production saver it saves us time, money energy, like you know, especially if it's not the focal point of your game you know, if voice acting isn't the focal point of your game, but you know it would make your game slightly better to have the people actually talking instead of not saying anything you see what I'm saying, like a lot of studios are just going to come to that decision that's just way, way easier um Oh, they're going to come and prune the trees. Good. While well, limit yourself to voice uh, voiceover talent, what about all the environmental artists and engineers replaced by procedural generation? Well, I don't know if any of those people are being replaced by procedural generation. Procedural generation as it stands right now still has to be harnessed and leveraged by somebody. It's not just a button that you push. Models are built on human voices, like, say I teach my game character to sound like Lono. Right, that's a different discussion entirely. I believe people have a right to protect their likeness and their voice. You do. I believe you have a right to protect that. Someone can't use your likeness or your voice in perpetuity just because you're a public figure. Like, you can't take a YouTuber's voice or likeness and just throw it in your game. You can't do that. I have a right to protect my likeness being used in a, commer- in a commercial endeavor. do 9 with 24 months. Free badge ripped to the day before. Thanks so much, dude, for sticking with me for that long, McD09. You the best. Oh, you meant to say red badge. I was like, free badge? Uh, AI error rate in medical diagnostics is close to zero. I wonder if these same people would rather be diagnosed by uh, a biased human or a more accurate, unbiased AI. That's what these AI are doing. They can replicate your voice and tweak it. He sounds like Lono, but I throw a Spanish accent on it and boom, senior Lono. I <laughs> <laughs> I would actually like that. That'd be pretty. I'd, I would be. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, I tell you what. Let's. Yeah. Let's run uh, members-only Q and A for. Let's run it for like 20 minutes or so or maybe, yeah, 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Let me switch chat to members only. Uh, If you got a gifted membership today, you might get some. A lot of the times when we turn on, this is a uh, gaming AMA. We are certainly a little bit off topic. This 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 is centering around Power World. Power World's been accused of copying. They've been accused of AI and I'm just talking about in general what that means for the future of gaming and how you're going to have to skip a lot. So right now, chat is members only. You can use the gaming AMA at the top of the chat. If you guys want to give some members, now's a great time to do it. Near the end of the stream uh, is when we have a lot of the more loyal people to the channel that will then be rewarded with a gifted membership. They can join in the Q&A. We have a big goal this week. Uh, If we can get back to 2,500 members, then we will do a fight night on Friday night. Friday night is going to be the uh, community game night. Community Game Night is always the last Friday of the month. But this month, you've already gotten an extra one. And then we let all gifted members come to a Madam stream. And then this Friday night will be open to everyone as well. And we can turn it into a fight night where you beat me up. Currently, we have 2131 members. You guys actually only need about 280 members to hit the goal. Actually, not even 280 because mine are in there with you. So you only need about 250 members to hit that goal. I decided to lower it. It's not really fair to you guys that 30 days ago, you were super generous so we, obviously, we have fallen, those have fallen off, right? Those those members have fallen off from like the 21st. Yeah, there's going to be a premiere. E-Man did it with 19 months. Another month, another month of great talks and debates. Much love, Lono. Thank you very much for doing a Reforge VIP+. E-Man did it. We're actually asking people to downgrade from VIP gold and VIP plus to just VIP. We want to get to the point where we're only offering three tiers of membership. Uh, gifted for the gifteds, standard membership at six, and then $10 for VIP. So a five, six, 10, so we don't want to have people at those upper up, upper tiers. I'm e-begging you to lower your membership. <laughs> uh, anyways, yes, I have an upload today about Avowed and why I think it looks better. Uh, a lot of different opinions on Avowed, and I think it looks better. So that's the premiere today. That'll be coming shortly. Um, and so... Now's a great time, as I said, to give members. If you guys do 16 more members, I have to give 5. That's like 20-something more members getting us closer to the goal, and then they can partake in the members-only Q&A. PWHtown says, With the early success of Power World, does this substantiate that Microsoft should go all-out third-party? Look at all the revenue potentially being missed by only going on a subservice that has stagnated. Well, I, I, that's obviously an interesting perspective because the way I looked at it was... This is a big win for Xbox because it's in their preview program and it's on Game Pass, right? And that just makes their brand look good. That makes their consumers happy. The question would be, the question would be whether or not that's their strategy going forward, right? I got the Mando Lego helmet for my son and looking forward to building it. Have you done this yet? Yes, yeah, Mando is right there next to Darth Vader. Mando, Darth, Boba Fett, Scout Trooper, Luke, and the Dark Trooper. And then the Tall Neck, Piranha Plant, Spidey, and then Yoda, Slave One, TIE Fighter, and the X-Wing is kind of out of frame now. I need to pull the X-Wing over a little bit. Um, So, when we... I, I talked about this in the show open... I don't know if Xbox's current strategy is going to be to approach Power World and offer them more money for like an exclusivity contract. They already offered them a sum of money to put it on Game Pass. More than likely, it was not a very large sum of money because Power World was not this big, huge hit when that contract was drawn up. Okay, so Xbox probably got away with a steal on that contract because Power World went from like 33,000 followers on Twitter to like, I don't know, 165,000 now, they're probably going to have 200,000 followers fairly shortly, that's crazy their footprint, their reach their potential profitability is now through the roof, and Xbox likely gave them a you know an amount of money to be on Game Pass that would be considered low now so Xbox made out like a bandit in that deal going forward I don't know if Xbox's strategy, according to their own CFO, according to Microsoft's CEO, I don't know if their strategy is going to be like, oh, we need to throw a bunch of money at the Power World devs to get that to be an exclusive. Because I saw people saying, lock this down, lock this down as an exclusive. Well, I think the problem with that mentality is Microsoft doesn't need to do that anymore. They did $90 billion in acquisitions, so why would they want to spend a bunch of money securing a game to their platform when they can make Game Pass and their platform look good with all the property they just bought not to mention the strategy with the property they just bought seems to be according to Satya Nadella publishing is the future of Xbox like these guys can hand wave and call it port begging all they want it's because they don't have an intellectual response when the CEO of Microsoft was asked about the health and the future of Xbox he says it's because no I'm sorry I misread that's I'm reading something in discord he's asked about the future of Xbox and the health of Xbox and he says we're now able to do what we've always set out to do make great games, and put them on all platforms. So Satya's vision for the future and health of Xbox is, his answer, it's publishing. Now, people can straw man all they want and be like, well, they're not a third-party publisher. They're not going to be a third-party publisher. When are they going to become a third-party publisher? You're, you're Again, you're, you're not listening to what the man said if you don't think he made it crystal-freaking-clear that that's where things are going. His answer to the future and the health of Xbox is making games and putting them everywhere so do you think in that grand scheme of things if that's the future of Xbox do you think they're really going to want to like walk over to power world and be like whatever it takes yeah whatever it takes we want this as an exclusive why that's not they don't they don't care about that anymore Why would they care about that? Their console sales are floundering. Their console sales did not get a surge from Starfield. They got a surge on Game Pass from Starfield, but that's it. Like, their their strategy going forward is not going to be, well, let's go to a really popular game and offer them a ton of money so that we can lock it down in exclusives. They're like, no. Our goal now is to publish and enter high-margin markets. Offering money to the publishers, uh, I'm sorry, uh, to the developers of Power World right now would be absolutely counter to everything they've said that their plan of doing is. It, that's that's the old playbook. That's not the playbook anymore. I, I don't think. I think you're going to see a continued focus on their own property, not going after other property. That's what I think. I think you're going to continue to see them say, listen, man, our, our best efforts are, are making money in high margin markets our best efforts are not going to Power World and offering them some insane sum of money to put their game uh, as an exclusive. And Power World's going to be looking at the engagement numbers on Xbox. They're looking at the back end and they know we're making way more money and we have way more players on Steam. So do you really think they'd be compelled by the smallest platform where their engagement and their review score is way lower than it is on Steam? No. They're going to look at PlayStation's market saturation, they're going to look at the Nintendo Switch, and they're going to think, we we could make a ton of money over there. It's about longevity. Do you think they need money? They sold 5 million copies in 4 days. They're not hard up for cash. What they're probably going to be looking for is a path to longevity and sustainability. And I don't know if that's... I don't know if you get that by locking yourself to Xbox as an exclusive. In a recent Bloomberg report... Oh, gosh. Jason Schreier says that Starfield only got a high score on Metacritic thanks to Xbox fan sites, not to mention that the game wasn't released for PlayStation. Well... Schreier is going to find himself in the crosshairs of the Xbox loyal. They're not going to like that. Not one bit. But he's saying what so many of us have been saying for a long time. That Metacritic score is so freaking padded it's a joke. Go to Steam. Go to the Xbox store. That, Starfield doesn't have a favorable score anywhere except for Metacritic. And that's like what? Like 80 people? How many of those 80 people have Xbox in their site name? Come on. Devin Allen, does this help make the case or at least make folks wonder if Nintendo should consider being on other platforms? I I don't think you can look at Nintendo's market saturation and the sales of their property and be like, yeah, Nintendo is really going to learn a lesson here. But Nintendo's really going to learn a lesson. They should really be putting their games everywhere. I don't think Nintendo gives a single frick, dude they don't care man they do not care they just don't and this idea like you know Phil said in an email you know Nintendo has to see that their future is their software being on other platforms no Nintendo absolutely dominates why would they change strategy it's news that someone with a high profile called it out. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, this idea, th- th- this keeps getting thrown out. This idea that people are going to follow the market loser is just interesting to me. Right? A lot of people have a, a, a very, very over-realized sense of hubris about Game Pass. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet sold 10 million copies in the first three days you see what I'm saying Th- this idea that that one of the one of the leaders if not the leader in the video game market is going to follow the loser in the market is just weird to me it's just weird it's like calling out John Campea for, for, for being upset that something's not coming to PlayStation right did you guys see that all the Xbox guys really angry that a guy who runs a, a, a channel about like TV shows and movies is like, you know, I, I really wish I could play this on PlayStation. And they're like, this guy is a pony and he hates Xbox. No, he's just not dialed into the stupid console war and he owns a PlayStation and he wants to play a really awesome game on it. Like, he's not paying attention to any of this nonsense. Power World developer says is receiving death threats. Welcome to Meteoric Popularity not all it's cracked up to be game pass appears to be a predominantly pc service what do you mean <clears throat> uh, let's take another question here we got about 11 minutes 11 minutes before we go to my premiere about avowed looks better and then we're going to hang out in the writers room and uh, figure what we're going to do tomorrow <clears throat> a great reason to become a member a great reason to upgrade your membership and thank you guys so much for being here um cheese asks me a question says have you been playing the T. 2 remaster I played the last of us part 2 remaster for almost 7 hours on Friday and I absolutely loved it I got to a great stopping point and I'm gonna make myself beat uh, Prince of Persia first I went back to Prince of Persia I was having some trouble with the boss fight uh, and I I moved to my TV room and I beat him like my third try. I think the cap card in my office adds a little bit of latency. So I think sometimes when I'm like, man, I swear I, you know, hit the block button or whatever. I still think my capture card is adding some latency because I feel like I play so much better in my living room on my television. I don't know. It, it, maybe it's just a bigger screen. I, I'm not sure what the issue is. But I you know I was having trouble with this boss and I beat him on my third try and I was like, "Oh, this game is so good." So, um and that leads to a really cool ability. I'm like, "I'm loving Prince of Persia." So, I'm going to make myself beat Prince of Persia uh before before going back to The Last of Us Part 2. I am loving The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered. Like I said, I streamed it for almost 7 hours. I've not done that in a really really long time. Uh, I have not done that in a really, really long time, and I had a blast with it. But I don't want to do that thing where I leave behind a good game just because a new game came out. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm making myself do it, because Prince of Persia has just been an absolute blast. I've been really, really enjoying it. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, what game am I looking forward to most this year? Hellblade 2, followed by Star Wars Outlaws. Mediocre Milton says, I think Avowed could be Starfield of 2024 because it looks outdated compared to modern RPGs. Looks like it was made in 2010. What do you think? I'm actually going to disagree with you. My video about Avowed, um, I do some freeze frames and I actually argue in the video that, well, you'll have to go watch it. Yeah. I do some freeze frames and I say some things that I don't think people are probably going to expect me to say. Uh, avowed is is climbing is climbing the ladder with me i'm like okay i actually think this thing's gonna be this is gonna be good like i i was worried about it i was concerned and the latest outing when i combed over the gameplay and looked at some freeze frames you'll have to hear what i have to say in the video it goes live in like nine minutes uh don't let the lizard brain chase the shiny right like i just i don't want to do that like prince of persia is such a triumph for metroidvanias i don't want to leave that thing incomplete i've put so much time into it it's a massive game it is a massive game i don't even know what my 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 time in the game is currently but i'm still like only 60 or 70 percent through it's crazy i think i just crossed the 20 hour mark and i'm still only i still i'm still only 60 or 70 percent through what i consider a community server for power world sure, sure 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 you guys can you guys can definitely do that The only correct answer is Wukong. Yeah, Wukong's on my list. Wukong's on my list, but it's, um, yeah. The number one spot's Hellblade 2, followed by Star Wars Outlaws. We'll watch. Will you discuss the combat? The combat is the big thing turning me off of a vowed. I talk about the animations and the combat in this video. Yes, Mediocre Milton, I do. I do. Let's see if there's any new questions. Guys, we have about eight minutes before the stream is over. If you want to give some members as a scramble here at the end, 16 more, I'll give five. That'll be 21 new members. We've lost viewers. That's why I love you guys kind of waiting till the end. Uh, You you reward the folks that are going to come to the premiere. You reward the folks that watch the most. And then you can pull them into this Q&A session. Even if you just do singles, they add up quickly. And then I do the five. I love doing that. And then after the premiere of Avowed, we will go to the writer's room. If you want to come to that, we would need you to upgrade to the $6 member tier. And we've had tons of people do that. Uh, Just a couple of months ago, we had about 170 people that were opting to do that. And we now have 210. A lot of people have opted to bump up uh, and do that. So now the writer's room segment that we end every day with, there's 465 people that can come to that. So that's amazing. That includes all the VIPs um, as well. We appreciate you guys supporting and bumping up if you can, as well as gifting. You guys have been going crazy uh, supporting the channel, uh, and we greatly appreciate it. What a great start to the year, Prince of Persia, then the, T- uh, the T.L.U. 2 remaster. I would even include uh, Power World in that. I think, I think Power World really, really shocked people. I think people were interested. I think people were excited, but I don't think people were... Um, I don't think people were going to, you know, foresee it being this explosion of popularity. I mean the devs themselves. The devs themselves were like, uh, we gotta have an emergency meeting with Epic. Like they they did they were not prepared for the uh, for the surge of interest. Yo, good morning, feed. I see you in the chat. Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth and Shadow of the Erd Tree. Hopefully it launches this year. Yeah, I'm wondering if we get an announcement this week about a state of play for next week because I could see Sony wanting to do a state of play before all these games come out, like Helldivers and Grand Blue and, uh, and Foam Stars. So I'm wondering if we get like a state of play on the 31st or maybe even the 1st. But I think Grand Blue drops on the 1st, which I guess that would be great. They could say, hey, you know, you can play that today you know jen with a question through the members only q and a please can you play the last of us 2 on stream loved watching your playthrough there's no feasible way i could do that there is too much of the game left everyone always begs me to do gameplay and then when we do part 2 or part 3 the turnout is so bad it hurts the channel like i i'm not in a position where i can afford to be that self indulgent right like this is This is how I provide for my family. I can't damage that just because I want to play a video game. It's just not a smart decision. Um, We've done it before. We did it with Horizon Forbidden West. We did it with Elden Ring. And we did it with God of War Ragnarok. And it is just... It's very, very... uh, It's very damaging. And the larger that the channel gets, built on a talk show the harder it is to like force that. It just doesn't work because I could only do roughly two hours a day with you guys and I have like 24 hours left in that game. That's like, that's 12 streams. That's like three weeks of streams. So that means I wouldn't even finish the game till probably sometime in February. That just doesn't work. There's too many games coming out. There's Foam Stars, there's Helldivers, there's Grand Blue, there's Rise of the Ronin. Like, I can't be spending three weeks chiseling away two hours at a time on The Last of Us. This this is not a Twitch channel, you know? A lot of people that call me out about not doing gameplay, they don't understand live streaming or on YouTube. They don't understand building a YouTube channel. They don't understand, you know, the fact that I'm married with two children and we're a single income family and I can't be like yeah well I want to play video games wham and just wail on a channel and be destructive it just you know it ch- i think childish people think childishly about this industry and you know their 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 naivety about it is plainly seen you know i'm not talking to you like you guys are always like we want gameplay we want gameplay and then we'll do gameplay and tons of people leave because that's not what they sub to the channel for they sub to the channel for a talk show and deviating from that. Like, there's usually a couple hundred lurkers every day that are just listening because they just enjoy the podcast vibe. Well, you're not going to get a podcast vibe when I'm shooting people and choking people out in The Last of Us. You know what I mean? Could you do a thoughts chat once you finish it? Would love to hear your reaction. Yeah, I know people would love to know my thoughts on the game and their decisions with the story and certain characters. I'm not sure if there's going to be room for a, you know in March, let's say, is when I finally get everything finished, because there's just so many games coming out. I, it's going to be hard for me to finish that game quickly. i got to beat Prince of Persia first. I think in March, doing a stream about, like, my thoughts on The Last of Us Part 2 Remaster, again, the, you can pick my brain during a and a or a member stream, or Something like that that's a benefit of being a member is you can come to content where we can kind of do whatever we want, but I don't think I could do like a live stream or an upload about it because by then like no one's gonna no one's gonna care like it'll be March people are like, why are you talking about this game this That game came out in January. You know what I mean YouTube as a platform and the audience would be very confused they'd be like why why are you talking about this? This is old, you know what I mean <clears throat> So but you are always welcome, Jen. I'll let people know when I finish the game. You're always welcome to ask me, What'd you think about this? What'd you think about that? What'd you think about da 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 and you know, by March if anybody's worried about spoilers I don't know what they're doing, like play the game, you know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't I would not be against you know, I'd be totally willing to answer your questions and give you my own thoughts on the game. I just wouldn't be able to do like a formal uh, a formal stream or an upload. I work nine to six, Monday through Friday. If I send a message, it's not that often. I'm working, but I'm always listening. Oh, I know a huge portion of you are audio lurkers, and I love you for that. That's extremely supportive to the channel, and it's a big betrayal of like your trust to a certain degree. You're you're trusting every day you're going to tune in and get a bunch of talking, and if you get a bunch of gameplay, you're like, I don't know what this is, but that this isn't this isn't what I sub for, right? You're like, well. That's, I subbed for a talk show. This dude's playing a video game. He's on part 10. I don't I don't care about this. Right. Yeah, Leonidas, making a separate channel for gameplay is something when you can do when you're a really, really big creator. We are not there yet. If you guys continue to support the channel and we continue to grow and turn out and the sub base and the member base continues to go up, we can get to a point where we have that freedom. But right now, we got to go to this premiere. I'm going to post a link in chat. Avowed looks better. I'm going to send you there with a redirect. You can click the link in chat or it'll be the featured video on the channel. Do me a favor when we get over there. Go crazy on the like button. If you guys keep gifting members, I'll honor it, by the way. You need 16 more. I'll give five. You guys can do that during a premiere as well. I will see you over there.